0: This episode of Ninja Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Gamefly and you listeners right now can go to GameflyOffer.com slash to get a free month of unlimited games.
1: Welcome to our very last show of 2016. Oh. What is this? 194, 195? I think 195. Mm. That sounds about You're numbering right. Numbering
2: it, it's not a special episode. Uh, it's, no, this okay. is
1: numbered as fuck. Okay. Oh. In fact, if I got it wrong, I will go back in <laughs> and record a new number to put over the old one, go and be- it will sound weird. This is our game of the year show. I'm your host, Michael Raparaz. Who else is here with me?
0: Christopher and titties.
2: and Dave Gunjan Rudden.
0: Uh, Brett Gody, is something. <laughs> yeah.
3: Good joke. Yeah, Diamond good Dog Brett Elston. Good joke, Elston. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good joke, Elston.
1: <laughs> Let's just start in with our
4: It's time for
1: Uh, thanks to Diddy for that uh, wow. that song, Diddy. It's an
0: app you can download <laughs> on phones.
5: What? That wow. sounded like my
0: reaction was like my dad listening to the radio today. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Were there lyrics in there? I should have heard. Yeah. What? This
5: is
2: Game Apocalypse's Game of the
1: Year? Oh, I didn't. It's time for Video Game Apocalypse's Game of the Year.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, my my the headphones year. are barely
2: working. It's oh. cool. Oh, okay. That's good yeah. to know. You should have hit the dads. The <laughs> <moment. sighs>
1: Shit. So, twenty sixteen bad year in general, but pretty good year for games. And before we start in, I want to talk a little bit about how we picked these. Bear in mind that we are not full-time professional games journalologists anymore. Most of us aren't anyway. So we, we all took votes. Me and Brett and Chris and Hank and Bob... And Dave, mm-hmm. and whichever got the most votes kind of determined the order of how we went through this. Mm-hmm. So please don't hold this against us. This is not a comprehensive list of yes, we are anointing the very best of 2016. These are just that the best games that we played. These are our favorites, as is so often the case these days. Nope, our, this our is our top this is contractually
3: binding. Yep. Oh, okay. Your opinion, listener, doesn't matter anymore yep. because uh-huh. whatever Michael yes. has decided is the best. That's game. true. That's true. Y- your your opinion
0: is relevant. Take yeah. all your game budget, save up for. Time machine, go We're back in time. Pre-order only these games. Uh-huh.
1: We're telling you what to think because and I've which lo-
4: opinions to have.
0: I've lost the ability to d- tell the difference
1: between my opinion uh-huh. and someone else giving me theirs. <laughs> I I lost that years ago. In fact, there's no difference. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start in with
2: number ten. <laughs>
1: Who's joining us for this segment? Hey, it's Bob Mackey. Strange that Trico is in the subtitles there, and hmm. yet he does not pronounce the name Trico.
6: I guess he says, uh, like, Turico. That's what huh. uh, well, we were arguing about
0: that the kid in the game is always saying Trico when he's calling the. Mm-hmm. B- he only says Trico. Mhm. Yeah, he's like, it's t- 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 like But yeah. you pronounce it trico. Yeah, we pronounce <laughs> it trico like a fuck like the leading producer of tricycles, Trico <laughs> uh, <in> America <laughs> one day. But like that's all he yells. What's
2: weird is like when you beat the game a second time, they reveal that the in the secret language exactly saying might be wondering how I got here. Uh, Here's the story. Record scratch. This is me. Uh, Doesn't I'm look trico. like much, I know.
0: <laughs> no, <It> not there. <laughs> I know Over what here. you're thinking. <laughs> Typical Trico. I, I
6: feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we're, we're not giving this game credit, but Let's it is. Let's go
1: back. Walking on sunshine. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> even said the name of this game. It's The trico. Last Guardian.
6: Oh.
0: Mm. Well, Trico in Japan, I think.
6: Wait, how can it be the last Guardian? Oh, wait, there is only one game. Wanda and the, trico. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: uh, Like, I, I keep writing uh, the close of the Ico tri- of the Team Ico trilogy, but then, like, the Team Ico doesn't exist. It's not a thing. They
6: are now uh, Sony in- in-gen, in-gen or, or Sony. something with the word gen in it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm.
0: But, it, but it does feel like the last game of the Ico Shadow. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, cross-gen, Guardian. take
1: three gens to make a game? <laughs> yeah. That.
6: Uh. <laughs> Dennis Dyack's done four. Everybody, uh, okay, fair enough. But yes, The Last Guardian. I reviewed this for Fandom. Um, I've talked a lot about it on a previous Video Game Apocalypse. But I love this game uh, so much. I just can't believe it's finally out. And yes, it
1: has been for several weeks. It's, by the time you're here, it's this. pretty.
0: Su- it's still surreal to have it be out. Like because yeah. they they delayed it <laughs> up to the last possible minute. You could have a delay, I think, like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be out in December. Like you know, all yeah. those games that never come out in December. <laughs> it, was, it was October originally. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 But it's, it's it's surreal to see, and it's it's, but it's great. It's like I, like I feel like it's not fair to say that Ico and Shadow of the Colossus aren't for everybody because they are. If you play a shitload of games. This is the kind of game that'll blow your fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. And um, why will it blow your fucking mind? Well, because like you, like you are trained to think in terms of how you're playing a game, and Uada uh, seems to—is un- I say his name right? Ueda. Ueda yeah. seems to understand that. And so you don't need a lot of tutorials, and you don't need characters talking, you don't need glowing beacons, and you don't need pointing fingers to tell you where to go. I do. No, you mm. don't. And All like, the time. But you like Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. I know you're a huge advocate. And of And that, that
1: game. gave me a big f- glowing finger that pointed in <laughs> the direction of the colossus.
0: And I well, I will say I will say that like um, I've never finished a game by these people, Ooh. and it's because I find their puzzles so rewarding because it doesn't take a genius. It just like it, Hmm. it asks you to like, all right, you know how to do games. We're going to put an extra layer on this. And when you figure this out, this will be very, very rewarding. So I can't look into how to solve one of these puzzles. And when I get frustrated and I run around for an hour, uh-huh. I walk away, return, walk away, return, walk away, return, and then eventually don't come back. Mm-hmm. Because I, I can't look up the answer. I thought you were going to say,
1: uh, I find the puzzle so rewarding that that's the only part of the game I'm interested in. So I'll get to the very end <laughs> and then uh-huh. turn it off before I see the <laughs> ending because that's not a puzzle.
0: No, it just, it's, it's one of the smartest things I think this medium can create. and it I, I always call it a prestige project that only Sony can afford. And it's why you don't see it more often.
6: Yeah, and people are saying it feels dated. It feels like Mm -hmm. a product of a different time. I disagree. I feel like uh, Ueda's games are their own thing and have always been. Like... Eco felt like nothing on the PS2. Same mm-hmm. with Shadow. No, there was no game like that. No one tried to rip it off. Even Monster Hunter Not existed since, before it. Yeah, and
0: Monster it doesn't it doesn't even compare. It's I love Monster Hunter. Yeah,
6: it's a different game, and I feel mm-hmm. like uh, this is still doing its own thing. And that sounds that stands out even more than it did before because there are so few new games of this level of this yeah. budget uh, from Sony, especially.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I, I mean I don't want to say like the criticism in this like that some people have levied towards the game is it, like unfounded or. Like bulletproof, but right. It, it like people are saying like, oh, the controls don't feel right. But like, what other game are you? are you controlling a large bird beast yeah. that follows you around and learns from you there really is no comparison yeah. you're
6: right and, I, and, and like I, yeah i agree dave like people some people will not like this and i understand why but i feel like it is a game as i said in that episode of Digimon Apocalypse where frustration is a natural part of the experience yeah. it's essential and people don't like frustration they don't like time limits sometimes yeah. they don't like not being able to do and see everything and if you're one of those people you might have a problem with this game yeah
4: okay.
2: i mean and and i think people were it the uh, there was also some criticism about like you know, frame rate and stuff like that but it's uh I don't I don't it it never seems like at least in the amount that we've streamed and, and that I've played it's like yeah it, it's not the best performing game but it's still yeah. Like, it never really affects it in a negative way. It's just, you notice it once in a while.
6: I feel like those performance issues are overblown because people are very uh, keen to scrutinize this game, especially mm-hmm. because it is this, you know, long delayed, quote unquote, yeah. masterpiece that, oh, you better be good, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, it's the really second they see a frame to get rate drop. 60 yeah.
0: frames sec- a second out of, like, being forced down a cardboard box. Yeah. Like, <laughs> six cardboard boxes streamed together. Yeah. Uh, this is not that. It <laughs> yeah. is, it is like a seamlessly loading and giant, huge yeah. fucking world. And, like, I even, there's even, like, I wandered through a hallway and had a, <laughs> yes. like a weird load time because like no, other the game does this? They just don't. And uh, I don't know. It's it's a marvel of like not uh, not only art, but I think I don't understand how people made this game. And uh, I, I,
6: I I will understand that nobody will ever emulate this <laughs> ever. Yeah, ever. It's too hard. Yeah. I mean, throughout time, my favorite like TV shows, movies, video games have been like this should not have happened. Mm-hmm. No one should have mm-hmm. approved this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the Last Guardian. Like yep. no one stepped in and, been, and said like nope. Uh, make this easier. Make this more straightforward. Make this uh, you know more approachable. And for those reasons, it's pure and it's un- it's uncompromised, and I love it.
1: So, fantastic. So you you feel that this is a worthy successor to. Yep. The greatness of eco and Shadow.
6: Yeah. Yes, I, I will say I like Shadow a bit more in terms of uh, mechanics and design, but this game had it had the biggest emotional impact on me, and I wow. cried like a baby. I also yeah. cried for Shadow, but this one it, it was more intense, and uh, I was like, I was like, my girlfriend better not come in this room <laughs> right so now. Did you
1: did you cry more over this or uh, over the fact that uh, Cindy in Final Fantasy fifteen wears a bikini to fix cars? um because I cried a huge SJW.
6: <laughs> I cried over her lack of a butt, which was a huge <laughs> oversight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on, guys. You could
0: have modeled anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Could have modeled a cactuar, but no. (laughs) But yeah, there's, there's been... I haven't been all blubbery yet, but there's several moments where I'm almost like Matthew McConaughey watching his family in Interstellar. Right. Right. Like, oh, he poked his head through an impossible door willing to I mean, yeah. kill himself because he loves me. Yeah, I mean... Oh, I what thought... I do to
6: make this thing love me?
0: It's a burden!
6: <laughs> I found myself pet... There's, okay, so there's a button in the game that's just for petting the dog. Yeah. Uh, and you use that in, uh, mechanically to calm him down after a battle. But I found myself using it just for no reason. Just be like, I, I like you, pup. Yeah, good yeah, job. Like... It's yeah
0: because cool, he just whimpers and like uh, yeah. hey
2: where are you
6: come on come on back to me and he like bends his face down you can pet his big face and yeah. nose it's so yeah. cute yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I do find myself rolling my eyes a lot when people say like oh you wouldn't understand this movie or this thing you're not a parent but like this this game at least I'm like I'm a pet owner. I know what this is like. Oh my god, Dave, I had that yeah. same experience because
6: I own a parrot. And yeah. I'm like, this reminds me of my little bird. It's so <laughs> cute. Yeah. Just
1: imagine Fumito Ueda sitting and staring in consternation at a giant whiteboard that says, What makes puppies cute?
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dad. I play Heavy Rain. It is unimpeachable, sir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's move along to...
4: Number nine.
1: All right, what's bringing us in, Bob? It's a Stardew Valley. This is Stardew yes. Valley. This is one mm-hmm. of my very favorite games this year, and I actually likened it to an addiction for months. It is. I think I sank over a hundred hours into this, Jesus. and uh, it like it really was like I finished it. The- I got the perfection statue at oh the end, and now I can pull out the needle, and then <laughs> I started to read like oh, it's g- they've got a bunch of new uh, co-op. <laughs> Yeah, there's co-op. There's uh, you can get divorced and marry someone else, and there's new options for all this stuff. It's like, oh god, I can't go back in. I'll never leave.
6: So here's here's why I like it for all the reasons you mentioned. All but right. I love Harvest Moon, mm-hmm. but it has been bad for about fifteen years. <laughs> yes. uh, and it took one person, uh, probably ten years. I, I think mm-hmm. they they spent like ten years working on this game, wasn't it? Probably, like a lot yeah. of time. Yeah, they took one person to fix every problem. Like every problem I had with Harvest Moon is fixed in this game. And it really feels like an advanced version of Friends of Mineral Town, which is the best version of Harvest Moon. This is super granular knowledge, but it's true, believe me. Uh, They went with the best version of the game and expanded it and made it everything it should be. Like, I don't know why they're still making Harvest Moon games when this exists. And they're not learning from this at all. Like, Natsume is still making Harvest Moon, but it's still kind of bad.
1: Yeah, but this is... Yeah, just the fact that this is a project by one person.
6: Yeah, music I, too, music. And yeah.
1: I mean, typically you say like, oh, this was made by one guy, and like at best you get Undertale, uh, which is a very story-intensive, beautiful, but uh, still not very action-packed game.
6: Yeah, it's very linear. And
1: yet this one not only has all sorts of different kind of action, but it is so satisfying for a variety of reasons, oh. uh, one of, <laughs> one of the chief ones being the sounds.
6: Just that that yes, the popping sounds. Yeah, especially. the popping sounds when you're <laughs> knocking
1: down stuff and then collecting it all. It's it's like an ASMR video. God, or it's so great. Yeah,
6: oh. I mean, uh, so this is parrot. Only parrot owners will get this one. But my bird loves making the pop sound that. That happens when you pull the vegetables out. He really? still makes it. I haven't oh, played the game man. in months, but he still makes that sound.
1: Yeah, something about like I think Super Mario Bros. two conditioned our generation to uh, you know hear that sound and like oh yeah, yeah that thing's coming out and I can throw it at something now.
6: But it has that that's like it has that sati- it like has that satisfying feeling where it's like everything has a very satisfying sound effect to it. Yeah. It's, um, even when they're adding up your like tally at the end of the day, you hear like the money sound and mm-hmm. like I don't know. It just. So masterfully made, and one person like just yeah. made all these right choices. That's incredible.
1: Yeah. And not only that, but like you know, it it has a really well built farming simulator and in game economy. That like you know, part of the fun is uh, you know finding all these different things you can grow, and then uh, figuring out like, okay, so how much is this going to cost? So really, the most cost effective thing is just to uh, build a field covered in magic sprinklers when oh, wow. you get to that point. And then just plant the most expensive kind of crop that uh, keeps uh, bearing fruit, basically, over and over again. So, like, I at the end of the game, I just have, like, this giant greenhouse that uh, waters itself and yields fruit, like, every like, three days. I don't have to plant anything. I it's just, just harvest. These are some pro
4: strats
6: here. Yeah! So what I like about it, too, is that there's no hand-wringing. Like, this is a kid's game. We can't do this in a kid's game. Like... It's a kid's game. Kids can play this game. There's nothing risque in it, but there's yeah. also, like, alcohol, which is fine. Yeah. And what I like about There's it an al- alcoholic character that yes! I think you can
1: romance now.
6: Who looks like Jerry Blank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I also like it's, I like... okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's no hand-wringing, like, oh, uh, you can only date opposite-gender characters. It's like, no. Anyone in the game, regardless mm-hmm. of what your gender is, what gender you choose, you can date them. It's yeah. fine. There's as no... As long as they're flagged for dating. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: You, you can't date, like... The, uh, the the grandpa? owner of the drugstore yeah. or, or yeah the grandpa that would be interesting yes that would be interesting but, <laughs> but I like it just can't date like, their kids
6: there's there's no like uh you know collar tugging or no hand wringing. it's just like no just date whoever you want it's fine like no one cares this video game have fun you know yep. in this world and that's what I like
1: so who, who's your in-game waifu
6: I like uh, the goth girl me too um, very because, predictable uh, us. yes that's who we date in real life so. also
1: she likes <laughs> video games
6: that too yeah yeah um yeah. man yeah it's it's very sad how predictable we are. <laughs> But yes, uh, and also the girl who likes animals. I, I'm kind of doing both at the same time, seeing yeah. who will bite first, but uh, it's ba- that's basically it for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, uh someone who likes Harvest Moon and bought every game up to a certain point, it was just like, oh my god, guys, like, the problems are so obvious. Just fix these many things, and you never do. But Harvest, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, uh Stardew Valley appeared, and it's like, we fixed every problem. Here's the best version of this thing you already liked, and that's yeah. why it's great.
1: And like, on top of all these f- farming sim elements, like, he bolted on a... A rogue-like oh, dungeon crawler. Yes, yes. <laughs> I like the fart noises that the, the slimes, slimes yeah. make when you kill them. Yeah. That's great.
6: Yeah, this reminds me of the Rune Factory series, which is also a uh, Harvest Moon spinoff. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. It is a Harvest Moon spinoff. Uh, Rune Factory 4 is a great 3DS game. It kind of fixed all the Harvest Moon problems, but it has some interesting combat in it, and this one does too. Uh, you can go into dungeons that um, are very much like a rogue, like like you said. You go and you fight enemies. You can mine while you're fighting enemies, mm. uh, but the enemies drop uh, you know craftable supplies as well. There's just like basically it has the freedom of early Harvest Moon. Just like do whatever you want. You don't even need to get a wife if you don't want to. You can yeah. you can just play this game as a dungeon game if you want. You can
1: to. you can play it over and over again. You can play it season after or year after year after year. Or you can just like play for two years, get your trophy, whatever. Like yeah. okay,
6: I'm done. There's no there's no time they cut you off, right? From the game. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean the the quote unquote ending is just like your grandpa comes back from the dead, spoiler alert, and uh, just says, like, ah, oh, you did a good job. And then you can keep going or you can just hang up your hat.
6: And this is finally coming to consoles uh yes. very soon.
1: Yeah, uh, PS4 and Xbox One and uh,
6: Nintendo Switch. Wow, yeah. I so, feel like it's it's like, it's this should have happened a long time ago. Yeah. Uh,
1: and I wanted to say, like, I'm not a person who really likes roguelikes, but I feel like this game did the roguelike correctly, because there's a consistent surface world for you to get uh, invested in, but then you go into the roguelike dungeon to gather materials, and so it's like, I don't really care that if I die it resets everything, because... That's not the progress that I'm invested in.
6: Yeah, and it's kind of forgiving in that I think every ten floors you can work back to the beginning. And you can now also, like, uh, after you go down ten floors, you can go down to that floor again. You can start there instead of going through all the floors again. It
1: might be different, but, you know, the things you can get there are roughly the same.
6: But it is very addictive. And I have to say that I had to cut myself off after, like, fall of the first year because I was like, I have too much to do at work. This will, this will be all I play if I let myself play this so I'm going to oh, yeah. go back into it during the holiday season and, and try to do it an entire year and keep playing from there because I had, to, I had to stop myself I had to go curl turkey because like you I was addicted Yeah,
1: and it was hard to do this show actually while I was <laughs> playing it because it's like okay I should play this ga- this week's new games that I really just want to play Stardew right? I want to hear now. those vegetable popping yep, noises yep. oh god <laughs> sucks me right back in.
6: So please play this game. Um, Oh god it's so good. It's cheap.
1: It's hugely fun. You will get so much entertainment for your dollar. Oh my god. Um, But that's enough about Stardew so let's talk about...
4: Number eight. Uh, This way. Big, Big brother! He's my brother! We're your family.
1: It's incest, the game. <laughs> incest and war, the well, game. Well,
7: they make up. They they make up uh, plot reasons that they're not uh-huh. actually your brother and sister. You can totally
1: they, fuck them and have kids with them.
7: Even though you grew up with them, so just uh-huh. that you're not like you know related
1: related to them. But say so, yes. And who's joining us for this segment?
7: Well, hey, it's me, Hank H e n e r u i g on Twitter. Thanks, Brett, for letting me say it. Fire Emblem Fates, a game so nice. Oh, they thank they, you so uh, much, Eerie. A game so nice they made it thrice. Yes, and uh, and I played all three, and I loved it. Like Fire Emblem Awakening was, they said later, meant to be the final Fire Emblem because huh. they said the last Fire Emblem sold like the last two Fire Emblems sold like crap. Mm-hmm. They didn't even release the one before this in America because nobody bought the one uh, uh, Shadow Dragon. Which you can now get on the Wii U eShop, by the way, if you're really oh, wow. interested. So they thought, well, okay, The Awakening is the last one, so we'll make all these references to classic Fire Emblem, and it'll be this great send off. But they did it too good. They're mm-hmm. too damn good. And they made. A, they really changed the series with a lot of anime, melodrama, and dating sim elements. Yeah,
1: and it's like, these are all things I've avoided for years, and yet mm-hmm. I couldn't put that one down when it came out. Yeah,
7: and the. the Uh, the gameplay was still classic hardcore strategy but they uh, improved it to with the dating elements that you would strengthen your bond by fighting beside a character mm-hmm. so that also made
1: you move your pieces differently to keep yeah. them next to each other. Yeah, that's the that's the game when I was telling Diana about it. She's like, you're
7: a girl! You're a Japanese girl! <laughs> no, I'm fighting a war for humanity! I gotta beat this dragon! <laughs> uh, and so Fire Emblem Fates is then their next expansion of that. And boy, did they expand it because... So it's three games: it's Fire Emblem Fates Birthright, Fire Emblem Fates, crap, what is the the evil one, the downright uh, conquest, conquest. Right? Okay, Fire Emblem Fates Conquest, yeah, and then Fire Emblem Fates Revelations, the third path, which you and you should play them in that order. Birthright yeah. is the easy, nice one where you go to. Uh, so at the beginning of the game, you are given a choice: your main character, who you make up yourself, boy or girl. Uh-huh. You can either uh, your birth the family that has raised you that you think is your birth family they're the evil westerner uh people from the evil land and their dad is the a monster yeah and then you invade japan Mm -hmm. basically and the people in japan tell you like no no no, they kidnapped you from us we're your real family join with us Mm -hmm. and so you start with birthright you team up with the Japanese, and they're really cool, and they have all the resources so the game's easier. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's a happier-go-lucky storyline. Uh, See, you also... I,
1: I was sold on Fire Emblem Fats Conquest. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the game for real gamers. Yes. And so uh, I started playing that
7: instead. Well, I told myself, I, I came into it saying, I'm playing all three of these. And so I didn't want to start with a hard one and then play the easy one. Mm-hmm. But it did make it weird too to get used to so you play Fire Emblem Birthright and you fight the other guys like they the bosses the bosses of the game you face in Birthright are your teammates in Fire Emblem uh, in, in in Conquest. Yeah,
1: whichever one you don't play or
7: But then Conquest is so much harder. Like, you need Birthright just to get ready for Conquest because mm. in Conquest, they're just like, no, no, no. All these maps are made to be harder because. In story, there's a guy fucking with you every turn and making everything extra difficult, mm-hmm. and you have way fewer resources. And you and you know but how I, also... I got through
1: Conquest? Mm-hmm. I I downloaded the uh, Ghoul Camp level and just sprinted ah, it see, over and over and over again.
7: I eventually did have to do that, and I didn't like doing it. But uh, so I have to ask you, Michael, did you play it for real or like? Uh, Played it, was, it like a bitch. Nah, I wasn't going to say that, but <laughs> yes. So it no, was on the tip of your tongue. So no permadeath for
1: you. Then. No, like, fuck that. Because yeah, the thing is, when you play it permadeath. You don't accept the character deaths. Yeah. You then restart your save, yes. which just adds a whole bunch of unnecessary time that you could be spending just charging through no, and killing. It forces everything forces
7: you to make it the perfect game and to uh-huh. play it right. Yeah, that every doesn't time. interest me in the
1: slightest.
7: In no way, man. I want to. Okay. I want to trial and error. That's it's great, and it—I uh, mean—that's how I played XCOM as well, man. That's how—that's how it's done, baby. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, that is why I put 120 hours into all three of these. And so, I like—I like seeing the story play out differently in each time. I like seeing the getting to know these characters from different sides, and I—I I liked the revelations and revelations. And I also—it—it—it's where Nintendo's extra aggressive with DLC more than they were in most of their other games. They have
4: a
0: category in the eShop that just yells, DLC! Yes. We got it! You want it, right? You misinterpreted that bullet point. <laughs> you you <laughs> did. But, but it is fun to download maps
7: that have guest appearances from, like, Awakening and mm-hmm. older Fire Emblem. Yeah, players. that's true. It's, it's pretty neat. It's pretty and, awesome. And so, yeah, I do feel like Nintendo forced them to make it into three games because they're like, this. well, this awakening sold okay but this needs to sell better and and i also did like the the dating was even more expanded i really enjoyed that the only negative i would say on the dating is that like it was okay so i appreciate that after the first game they put in after awakening in fates they put in same sex relationships you can do that Ew. however i i have to complain that it wasn't perfect this representation okay Uh, so it's I like a relationship. So I played as a woman in Birthright and a dude in Conquest. When I played as a dude in Conquest, that was because I found out you could marry. There is a one of the gay options is in Conquest. Uh, so please, so but you know is- what they
1: say in Conquest to that:
7: Norian law is blunt on the subject of traitors.
1: Sorry, I just had that sound clip and I needed a place to play. What <laughs> happens between two consenting
7: adults is so, day business. So I so I marry the archer, the bisexual archer, it kind of goes both ways Mm -hmm. but so but you're punished you are punished gameplay wise for it because
1: oh right no kid
7: because in this mystical world (laughs) where you fight dragons and pegasus and people give birth to children that then age 16 years while they don't Mm -hmm. age at all what in a world where that happens it is just impossible for two people of the same gender to have a child, yeah. and so
1: not even like we adopted or yeah, hey, my
0: sister allowed. had a baby and then died. Let's right. raise it. I crafted one with mithril shard. It's magic. <laughs> they can just
7: have kids. It's I really. It's something that drives me crazy. Where it's like, well, it's magic, but obviously, no black people would live here. Like, that's, <laughs> come on, it's, this is a made-up world. There is not black people. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, it's that same thing that pisses I, me I wanted out. to apologize for what I said. So. <laughs> So that's I got punished in that if my character had married a woman, then I would have gotten his child who would have joined my team and I could have used them on the team. I didn't get that. And the other guy I married, he didn't get to have his child either, so I was screwed out of two kids by this gay relationship who would have been team members on my team, and I didn't get their story either. So you are they withhold things from you because they're just like well you just can't have kids you're, hmm. you're two men it's crazy well Hank, that bugged me what do you think of this beautiful i love hmm. it i love the music in this and it's Again, hella anime, but I just love it. And she she was a constant on my team. I don't know if you she is weak, but uh, her singing yeah, gives Azura. you an extra turn. Azura, yeah, she's great.
1: Yeah, it's it's really hard. It's like just trying to keep her alive to level her up, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe not as hard as like what's what's her face the the farm girl who uh, uh, becomes a archer. I wasn't into her. I was yeah. like, eh, f you, farm girl. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not working a long time to. Oh, level you gotta you get up. everyone leveled up so you can have all the kids. Yeah. Although the kids are tied to the fathers this time around. Right? Yes. Not yeah. It was mothers
7: year. last time, fathers this time. So yeah.
1: See, I was I was convinced you were going to say it's not as good as the Japanese version, and then I could oh, play. Oh, did we
7: do we want?
4: <laughs> that
7: is beautiful. I actually hadn't heard the Japanese uh, really voice. That no. is very pretty. Not a true fan. Uh well <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up the uh the localization uh controversy Oph. that was around it. Yeah. Uh
1: whatever the dialogue works.
7: Yes, the dialogue's all great and it and localization is changing dialogue the end. <laughs> uh anyway, it, I Speaking
1: of the end. Yes. All right, let's move on to
4: number 7.
1: Yes, indeed.
7: It is called Lothric, where the
1: transitory lands of the Lords of Cinder converge. All right, on that creepy note, Mm. what game is this? Mm. This
6: is Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls!
1: Jack so I'm Souls, trying to do my best. Charlie has, Murphy,
6: uh, <laughs> Rick James.
1: Now, did you finally finish this, Chris? Oh no! Under no circumstances. Oh man! Yeah, we're still making a game of the year. Well, <laughs> I, I, I spent I spent <laughs> a the, game of the year.
0: I spent the most time in it, and by uh, by that I mean just looking at stuff and like redoing. Yeah, beautiful stuff. game. It is super pretty. Yeah. yeah,
6: it has the best skeleton level in any From Software game. Mm-hmm. Lots of scary skeletons That's dancing same, around. Quite a lot. Yeah. I mean,
1: are they uh, are they dancing to mini the moocher what 's going on uh,
6: they're just like giant giant balls of skeletons they 're very playful oh. i don 't know it 's just like, they're, like skeletons have been a point of humor in dark souls for a long time. And, uh, like, how they, like, will put their heads back on and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and because, of, like, previously in old games, like, you couldn't kill them unless you had an enchanted weapon. So you'd knock them down and then get back up and put their heads on and, like, twist it, like, back into place. Yee. So uh, I'm going on too much about skeletons, aren't I? But <laughs> that's the main it's reason the, I play these
1: games. It's great because of skeletons. Yes, now, um, Dark Souls, obviously, this is a franchise with a ton of
0: pedigree. It yeah. it but it, But it becomes, like, I love the skeleton angle because it's become... It is the scariest game I played. There's a lot of sh- atmospheric jump scare like cheap jump scare games out there. But in terms of like you were out of the corner and didn't see that thing sleeping right there. You're yeah. fucked. Yeah. You're fucked and that's that's really scary. And it's
6: like, not just a jump scare. It's like no you have to fight this thing. It's a fight like, or
1: like
0: someone invading your game. It, it like
1: genuine terror. And yeah. and there are two feelings that come with that surprise either elation at like oh I'm way overpowered. Yeah, yeah. This thing this thing that looked so menacing seconds ago is uh
0: Easy to cut through in just a few slices,
1: or uh, it's just more terror on as you like hit for, it and realize it was, you can't do damage. It was
0: always more terror. I never gave the game the benefit of the doubt that it was going to be fair to me <laughs> ever. And, and if you see a guy just standing there, he's probably really bad news. Yeah, and so to me, it's like it's like one of those I don't know Goonies esque moments where like every seven minutes, if you're wandering through it. I can't do this, I can't I, I did, I did, I, did, <laughs> I, did. I did And then you're immediately killed by something. Then
6: I'm yeah, killed yeah, by a scrub for not paying. Because attention. Because you you experience right. excitement and happiness, which yeah. is against the law in Dark yeah. Souls world. And,
1: and I think one of the things that makes the Souls game so mm-hmm. great is that like there's almost always a way through. Like unless mm-hmm. you're specifically like, no no no, this area is way too strong for you. You need to go back and kill some other things, get some better armor, whatever. Yeah. Uh even if you can't beat an enemy, like there's almost always a way to like just Run pa- don't D- die I- enough to memorize his patterns yeah. like yeah. He, he has a range of where he can go
0: and uh, so we made the dumb comment movements where he, well, that he'll do regularly in a recent VGA you become Bill Murray in Groundhog Day from I know that. everything yeah. you're gonna do yeah. and I'll get away from it and I'll move on with my life or the man in black in Westworld like you ah, just have to know
1: yes. everything. Yeah. Also,
6: if you want to, you can do suicide runs and play it like a football RPG. You just run past every enemy like zigzag. You can easily oh, yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I do that a lot just to explore, and then they kill me. And I know like I, I where I different never pathways knew that go. Until I was
0: frustrated with yeah. like constantly dying, I gotta get my shit back.
6: I have to say, like, I'm, I'm kind of glad they're stepping away from Dark Souls uh, for now. I love this game, but I feel like they've kind of done everything they can, and I'm glad they're not going to milk it to death. I, I, I think I, I, I love Bloodborne. I think I like that atmosphere better. It's like the only good Cthulhu game, and they have there <laughs> have been there have been attempts at Cthulhu <laughs> games that have been okay. Th- that is the best one, I think. Um, I still
1: think that it doesn't really count because in order to be a mm-hmm. Lovecraft game, uh, oh. there has to be a certain sense of like. I am in impossibly over my head. Uh, like, this is a bunch of normies who stumbled upon some ancient, dark, and terrible secret, and now they're going to be eaten alive. That is what
6: Bloodborne is, though. But mm-hmm.
1: I don't I don't get the sense that I'm ever truly, like, I guess okay, this to be, thing yeah. is out of my league, but then I'm going to go and get a better gun, and it's not going to be out of my league. I
6: guess league. it couldn't be a video game if it was really Lovecraftian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true. But,
1: but yeah, I like the
0: Bloodborne comparison because I, I dug into Dark Souls 2 a lot, when I had a bad dark TV and on my Xbox 360 oh, yeah, and I have, I have a 1 and a PS4 and I'm like I want to play more things than that so I kind of abandoned Dark Souls 2 thinking I'd eventually get it on Steam and then I got Bloodborne and this is like not a new engine per se is it a new engine?
6: I don't know what the engine is
0: but, but it looks yeah. like the, the the framework of Dark Souls 3 seems a lot more similar to Bloodborne so mm-hmm. Coming up Bloodborne really helped me get into Dark Souls 3 and not be as frustrated. Coming up Bloodborne
6: is my yeah. favorite coming reality. Everything show. Is coming up Bloodborne. <laughs> yes, uh okay, so people are criticizing this game a lot because mm-hmm. I mean it is very fan servicey. I feel yeah. like it is really built for people who love the first game. And I, and I don't have that. I don't yeah. I don't have that baggage. But I feel like my opinion on this is let them have fun because this is going to be the last Dark Souls game for a while and it's okay to have fun sometimes with mm-hmm. with your uh, fan service, especially in a game like Dark Souls and um Dark Souls 2 was not a bad game. In fact, I think I prefer that out of the entire trilogy. I'm a weirdo. But I feel like with 3, they made different decisions. It's mm-hmm. not a... Uh, so Dark Souls 2 had a like a hub and spoke kind of level yeah. system. Dark Souls mm-hmm. 3 is very much a, a ver- vertical kind of like tube. <laughs> yeah. as, as Dark Souls 1 was. And uh, people seem to like that. So I'm glad that they... From software always listens to criticism and tries to address it in smart ways, like good criticism, not like, I want this to be the best thing ever for reasons only I like. It's like, Hmm. they listen to what the popular consensus is on what they should change.
1: And I will say, while everything in this game is terrifying, not all of it wants to kill you.
6: We pilgrims of Londor are
0: keenly aware that those branded by the dark sign possess something
1: quite special. So I'm a terrifying specter that's uh, <laughs> hunched over, looks like death, with uh, decaying corpse arms. But I'm a nice guy, and I want to tell you, like, oh, you've got a special desk.
6: <laughs> <laughs> You're a special oh, boy.
1: How, how can I help you, naked warrior? Uh,
6: this game, um, so it's very similar to Dark Souls 1 that has a central hub. Uh, I mean, Dark Souls 2 does too, but Dark Souls 1, it's basically the same hub as that been in a different time spoilers not really Mm. but in dark souls 3 i feel like every side quest you attempt on your first run will fail miserably Mm. because i feel like this game out of all the games really wants to screw you over on the first playthrough um Uh, because you're asked lots of arbitrary questions uh uh, npcs ask should i go to this place and do things for you and you're like yeah and you never see them again then you see their corpse later in the game so uh it feels like a lot like. so there's a, there's a quest in Dark Souls 1 where a character will kind of move uh, somewhat arbitrarily to, uh, arbitrarily to different locations, and you have to keep keep up with him. It feels like that is what the uh, the same approach that a lot of Dark Souls 3 quests take, where it's like you kind of have to know ahead of time what's going to be happening, and you only learn that through multiple playthroughs. So this game really, more than any other Dark Souls game, is really about playing through it again and again.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, and again. <laughs> I, I think I put like 60 hours in, and I know, I've heard, You can beat the game in 10! Well, I didn't. I enjoyed it a lot, and I got to a point where, um, not that I was done with it, I just got something else, and like, I feel like, I feel so satisfied for buying this day one and playing it as much as I did, and I don't have that for a lot of games. I feel, I have a lot of guilty multiplayer horseshit where I'm like, I shouldn't have put that I put that. I <laughs> uh, didn't have any of that with Dark Souls 3. I, I, someday I want to go back and finish it, but I don't know. I, I wish that I, I could make that sound like a, a more ringing endorsement.
1: Well, you know, for all you know, you might be finishing it while uh, people are listening to this podcast, since no. uh, I'm putting <laughs> it together while we're all on vacation. No, no,
0: no. I gotta get in uh, Final Fantasy 15, Last Guardian, Pokemans, and Forza Horizon 3. Oh man, that's quite um, a lot. It's a lot. It's huge. Yeah. It's but, a but, gigantic list. But part of that, like, like justifying your $60, I feel like Dark Souls does that. Dark Souls 3 does that a little better than
6: most other yeah. games. Absolutely. Like, uh, like, like, 60 hours worth of polish it's good it's really good man and it's so surprising to me especially that um, they've been on all these games like back to back like Dark Souls 2 Bloodborne Mm -hmm. a special edition of Dark Souls 2 with extra stuff completely reworked enemy uh, patterns and things like that uh, three DLC for Dark Souls two, and then Dark Souls three, and then one deal. Like they've been just keeping making this content like for the past maybe four years. They've never stopped, and it's it's been increasingly good. So I, I like I feel like they need a break now. I hope they're taking a break before they work on Bloodborne two or whatever the next game is.
0: And I really love that. Like like Brett introduced
6: me to that world of like they don't tell you anything about the story. They give you tiny
0: fractions of lore, and then show you characters. And then like if you want to look into what that means. It's insane.
6: It's genuinely fascinating. People on YouTube uh, spend hours of their lives dissecting this information and presenting it in a way that makes sense. I spent
0: the last ten years like picking up audio logs that over-explain everything (laughs) in
6: in the most non-interesting way for non-interesting
0: details. Whereas this is just—I'm recording this before I die for some reason. (laughs) This is a poison family. What? Tell me more. (laughs) Tell me more. The game never tells you any of that. It just like gives you little little seeds of story. Uh, so if you want to know more, that's fine. And I do sometimes, and sometimes I don't. And it doesn't
6: beat me over the head with that. It just allows me to play constantly. I like that it makes lore optional. Yeah, like, lore, hmm. thank you, optional lore. It, it, it like it understands you're not going to buy into it immediately. There's no reason for you to buy into it. But if you want to, it's there, and you can read as much as you want about it. But it doesn't force it on you. Like, bosses and characters have like two lines of dialogue. That's all you get. Yep. And that makes it more meaningful. And,
0: and just, just I, I grew up reading books and, excuse me, literature. I know people oh, drunk do. to say that. <laughs> but ambiguity is a thing in almost everything I've ever liked that I've read. And games do ambiguity so fucking bad. <laughs> they have to beat you over the head with every single element
6: there is. <laughs> what? You're my sister? We no! We've known
0: for hours!
6: Chris, uh, I'm pleased to meet you. I'm Ken Levine. What if a good thing was actually bad? Yeah, there you I'm out of here. There you go. I'll talk to you later.
0: There you go. And so, like, the idea that, like, that never happens, and when you bother to look into any, like, the, the most tertiary thing in Dark Souls, boom, it's, it's, yeah. it's very fascinating. I right? will
6: say one last thing about this game is that it has some great, great bosses. I feel like um, Dark Souls 2 had a lot of bosses, but a lot of them were these like one-on-one duel fights with uh, human on enemies. This game has fewer bosses, but there's more to them, and they have different phases, and they're they're much more interesting to watch and to fight. So this game really has some great bosses, and it's all around a great game. I mean, I people uh, complain about this game more than any other Dark Souls game, even 2, which is a weird outlier that people seem to hate, but I love 3, I love 2, and uh, 3 is definitely one of my favorite Why games of the Why do people
1: hate 2? I remember that being quite successful.
6: There's a weird contingent of people that are just dead set against hating two, and I think there's like this weird purity complex. Like only Dark Souls one is is the good game. That's it. That's, be, that's all recognized. It's the only mm. good pure game. And two is really lambasted, and three um, has some haters too. Well, but I think two has so many different versions, and like yeah. mods really help that game. I
1: mean, uh, the one complaint I remember really hearing mm. about two was like the world design mm. is more, like, centered around, oh, fast traveling. So Mm -hmm. you lose all these clever little shortcuts that you open up in the first one that kind of came back in Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. And
6: that's kind of why I recommend it to new players, because it is more convenient, and I appreciate that convenience sometimes, where it's like, I just want to play this level. I just want to go to this level. I don't want to, like, run back to it or run back Mm -hmm. to the shortcut. It takes away some of the immersion, but it actually makes it more approachable in some ways, which I appreciate.
0: And one of the best experiences I had all all year, and this is very personal to me, because we stream a ton of games, and I'll be honest... I'm not that good at them, but mm-hmm. I had played a lot of Bloodborne and I played a little bit of Dark Souls 2, and I played a little of Dark Souls three. and Brett was sick and came back the next week, and I we encountered a boss, and I beat the boss on my first try. Like and that does, when that that does happen to you occasionally in a Dark yeah. Souls game, <laughs> but it, it's a moment of triumph. And then I remember I go going to a thread of people like, how did, how did Chris do that? And like, how did he beat this boss? And like, I've never had my skill. Dis- and let's. I'm gonna say it right here. <laughs> it was a fluke. It was hmm. a fluke. Like, I don't know how it happened either. I people that, yeah, people were yeah, discussing like my gameplay because I got past this one thing that other people were having problems with. I've never, I've never had that in my three years of streaming games. Like people. How did he do it? And, like, and someone's like, well, it must be all that Monster Hunter play. You knew <laughs> it. Like, that does help, but. It does. Yeah. It does. Like, knowing not. You can't just hit all the time. You can't put your face into a boss and yeah, just. Yeah, just hit the button over hit and the over and over. Speak
1: again. for yourself. <laughs> well, that's, 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 that's the Final
0: Fantasy 15
1: way. <laughs> all right. Well, we should probably head along to.
4: Number six. Cleopatra henna E-U-X-S-A-W.
1: So who's that, Hank? Uh, She does say your name in the clip. That sounds
7: like Cleopatra. Yes! Uh, It's Cleopatra
1: from what game?
7: Civilization VI. It'll be sad when they run out of the Roman numerals that are in the name of the title, but that hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so I... I do. I love the Civ series. I've, I've been. You know, I actually didn't play a ton of the Civ series until Civ Revolutions. That was really, really? the first that I got super into. Oh, man. I mean, I played a bit of the Civ 4 before that, but. It was Civ Revolutions on DS first that I just played a ton of. So you're the one. And then yes, yes, and then I played it on Xbox 360, and then I played it on my phone, and then I played Civ Rev 2 on my phone, but then I played Civ 5, and mm-hmm. uh, it is a bit more technical than Rev, and then. Uh, so All that, right,
1: so Civilization 6, everybody, it's so one that, of our
7: games of the year. So that takes us to Civ 6, and uh, I, I mean so Civ 6 still has the one more turn thing that makes you play it forever and I did play it forever I remember I took the uh, first demo of it I took was you're only going to get to play this for 100 turns or you get to play this for 100 turns and I thought oh this is going to last forever Like this I are, uh, this is going to take forever this is going to take so long I'll be so bored and then four hours later it went by like this and they're just like nope you gotta go like it turns up can't go any farther in this. And uh what I think I really like about the update in Civ Six to make it more than just vanilla Civ, which is awesome, is uh the they did some better buffs, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Like um, it, it flows better. You're, it's not just like, "Well, I study this technology, and now I got that technology." Like you can, if you discover something sooner, you'll get that a technology sooner, or you you'll get all these perks just for exploring differently. It makes each game, even if you were to play every game as the same civilization, feel really different. It's also got Sean Bean commentary, too. Oh, uh, but, yes, that's right. But I think the best thing about it, I like that they unstacked the cities. So a city is not one a tile now. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, you have to make city centers for each type of thing. So if you're planning to make a library and then up and up and up on the tech tree... You've got to plan that out now, like, okay, then this tile is going to be my science tile, and I'm going to build things there, yeah. and I, you better be sure you want that to be where your science tile well, th- is. Well, those,
1: those tiles are like, they're districts, so it's yeah. like, I want, an, I want this city to be world class, I want it to have, here's an entertainment district, here's a suburb, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's stuff like that, and you're expanding outward, and eventually just covering every tile of the map, and, uh, you know, just encroaching and eating up all the resources and gradually exterminating other civilizations. You have to make As sure Goku Diarrhea to
0: Town is perfect.
5: And
1: then before you know it, you're left with this.
5: My attempts to avoid violence have failed. <laughs> an eye for an eye,
4: only makes the world blind. Well,
1: That's say. what happens when you pick a fight with Gandhi. Yes.
7: Mm. It's still, uh, but I, I like their choices, too. Like, it's not all the... You know, it's it's Teddy Roosevelt, not Abraham Lincoln, this time. Congratulations!
2: Instead of the United States of America, your nation
4: will go far.
1: That's Teddy <laughs> Roosevelt admitting defeat. Doesn't America like... is over, people. You yeah. heard it from Teddy. Doesn't sound anything like Robin it's Williams. It's been subsumed by the Babylonian
7: Empire. <laughs>
1: Uh, Bully good show.
7: Uh, and uh, I also, I like the return of city-states. It made it more fun to explore because you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't just run into either a barbarian or another city. You'd run into Montreal or mm-hmm. Jerusalem. And yeah. uh, I tried being less warlike this time, but I eventually just ended up going to war because it's a yeah. fun thing like trade just takes too long I, I don't like watching that camel walk so far man
1: well like I I, I was trying to be peaceful too and then like uh, fucking Babylonians attacked me mm. and I'm like oh right I'm gonna take this opportunity to conquer every fucking city you <laughs> own and then it's like getting getting them down to like their last few cities and then like please peace uh, we'll, we'll do anything just mm. here take all of our resources and I'm like if I do that uh, then I'm just gonna have like a huge warmonger penalty if I want to pick a fight with you again and take the rest of your empire so I'm just Gonna say no and keep conquering you and just
7: destroy you now, like, yeah. My waste of time, uh, but if you're a democracy, they won't let you, right? Like the democracy, the Congress won't oh, let This you... was
1: way before I developed democracy, uh,
7: okay. I usually go with democracy because you get money, it's the most money, ah, stuff. yes. Like, and uh, you need
1: those resources, man. Communism, not as helpful. Note in this next part, I say Danish and Denmark a bunch when I mean Norwegian and Norway. Apologies to our Norwegian and Danish listeners, yeah. but th- there was one thing actually since we're talking about war that like i did and like i actually had to quit playing because it made me physically ill that uh i was uh there there was this one spot that was like between two danish cities that had not been touched and it had like this huge silk resource and i'm like you know what i'm gonna take that i'm gonna build a city there and uh, that did not make the Danish happy. They immediately declared war on me, <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, guess what, fuckers? I've got nukes!" And uh, so I, I put a bomber up there. I nuked one of their cities, and they immediately just like, "Hey, uh, here's our entire GDP. Please stop picking on us. We'll we'll stop Uh-oh. fighting you." And you I was like, the I, "I felt a little bad about that." And then I was like. I wonder what happen. I noticed my bombers in striking distance of their capital city. What happens if I bomb them without declaring war? And uh, so I saved the game and did that. Reduce the capital city of the <laughs> Danish okay. to a, a crater. And uh, I was like, okay. Waiting for condemnation from the world. Nothing. And like just open a dialogue with their leader. And he's like, hey, buddy. What's up? How's it going? Oh, I'm wow. like... Ah! he didn't know you nuked him no i guess it hadn't registered with the ai yet but like it's just like i just did the most horrible thing imaginable and you (laughs) haven't realized it oh i I can't i can't stomach this uh but yeah i mean i might go back to that and not nuke them (laughs) Mm. but uh here's here's a a lovely bit of harold speaking uh
4: his native
0: language. Yeah,
7: I do love that. It's that attention to detail. They work so hard on all getting these civilizations right. I like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
7: Is it good? I mean, it's just more, it's not... It's not like this brilliant, it changes Civ forever type thing, but Civ's just awesome, so you yeah. don't, it doesn't need to change Civ forever.
1: Yeah. So if you've ever gone through life and said, you know what, I want an experience that'll make me think, wait, didn't the weekend just start? Where did it go? Uh, Civilization Six is for you. It will make 40 hours go by like that. And on that note, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about the five best games of the year, according to us. Totally
4: awesome.
0: get scratching thank you fine folks for listening hope you're not too bored you know what the perfect solution is for being bored and always has been goddamn video games (laughs) that's why this episode is brought to you by gamefly and just so you know you listeners can go to gameflyoffer.com slash and get started with a free 30 day trial of the service What is Gamefly? It's like Netflix, but for games, you should know that by now. You create a queue, they ship out two to three games to you, it's up to you. You play them for as long as you want, ship them back, and they'll just keep on shipping stuff from your queue. This is a great way to save money on not only playing a bunch of new releases, a bunch of old releases, because not only does Gamefly have over 8,000 titles, ranging from PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, PS Vita, they go all the way back to the original Wii, the original Xbox, PS2 in certain cases. I know, right? And to sweeten the service even more, Gamefly allows you to buy a game back. Have you kept it out for a long time? Do you want to just keep it? Are you that settled into the multiplayer? You can buy that game back from Game Flight At an extremely reduced cost and they'll send you the box and manual as if you purchased it anywhere else Once again, you don't have to take my word for it You can get started with a 30-day free trial for yourself by going to gameflyoffer.com slash laser time
3: Are you already tired of 2016 jump into the past with 30 2010 our weekly pop culture tie machine podcast Here's something you may remember from 1986
2: Final episode of Star Wars oh. Ewoks. I hate this song. Oh. I've when never heard, heard this.
3: It.
4: There's two. There's <laughs> two seasons. <laughs> One of the theme songs. It's
2: this is awful. I'm it's, sorry, it's pretty is this bad. Nick Cave I, and the Bad Seeds? <laughs> <it, laughs> I was gonna say Tom Hulke, <laughs> but that's. <laughs> It Downers. does sound like the
0: Tone Look Frenzgully yeah. song.
2: It's such a downer.
5: I don't want to go on an adventure. I just want to nap now. Ewoks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's thirty twenty ten, a weekly look at what happened in pop culture thirty years ago, twenty years ago, and ten years ago. Every Thursday, right here on the Laser Tab Network.
7: Hey guys, this is George Van Kylenberg, the voice of Vanille in Final Fantasy XIII. And you are listening to Vigigame Apocalypse.
4: Uh Uh-huh. Oh. 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 Oh.
1: Bye. And welcome back to the second half of our show. Let's move on to
4: Number five. Empress Emily Caldwin. I'm a friend of your father's from the bad old days.
1: Hey, Bob, you're here to help us talk about what game? Dishonored 2. Yeah, Dishonored 2. This is a not-that-surprising entry on our best games of 2016. It's
6: true, though it didn't sell well, so shame on you. <laughs> oh, it didn't? The, the no. Sales and our
1: YouTube uh, numbers. No it's one, one of uh, the... <laughs>
6: several uh, sequels that face planted this year. That's but, uh,
1: surprising considering how much everyone like universally loved the first game.
0: Yeah I don't think anyone yeah, disliked it. it came it. out at an inopportune time where it was alone in a non-crowded field yeah. mm. trying to treat it like it's a triple A franchise I think might have fucked it. Mm-hmm. But it kind of is. It, it is. Is. It it is. is. it is. I think yeah. it's one
6: of the best triple A games can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah I mean so this is it's really one, one of the best <laughs> examples of what triple A I've been drinking. <laughs> 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 this is an FPS but is an FPS in the mold of uh, Deus Ex maybe with 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 fewer Uh RPG elements, where it's all about, like, uh, thinking rather than shooting. Mm -hmm. So, it's, um... One of the complaints well. is that it's very much like Dishonored 1, but... So it's an FPT. Yes, a first-person thinker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so it is very much like uh, Dishonored 1, uh, but that's fine because I love that game, and this is just more of that, uh, be- uh, like, bigger levels, different atmosphere, two different playable characters with different skills. Uh-huh. Uh, Corvo, of course, is, uh, he carries over all of the same skills from Dishonored 1, and Emily is a new character, and, yeah. and she's more of, a, like, a subterfuge-style character.
1: And, yeah, Corvo, I noticed, like, I, I played through uh, the early parts of the game with both. Characters just to see what the differences were. And Corvo feels like playing on easy mode where you face a lot more dudes, but he is a lot more adept at just slicing through them. Whereas uh Emily I tried to play through her like on high chaos, just killing the fuck out of everyone because especially in that first level, why wouldn't you? Yes. (laughs) Uh and I kept just dying over and over and over and over again. And I think uh, she's she seems more suited for stealth. Obviously, you don't have to play that way, but she's a better character for that.
6: She really does feel like hard mode. I, I feel like if you play Dishonored 1, uh, play as Emily first, because Dishonored 1, I, I played that, that entire game. I reviewed it for 1up.com. I review is dead because 1up is dead, but <laughs> I gave it an A. I think I gave it an A. Um, but with Dishonored 1, I beat the entire game without killing anybody. Uh, yeah. And it wasn't an impossible feat. It took a lot of work, but I feel like Dishonored 2 is much more difficult if you're playing as Emily. Like, mm-hmm. the solutions are not as easy. Um, a lot of what she does is, uh like, messing with enemies' minds rather than freezing time and, you know, manipulating uh, those kind of powers to overcome enemies. So... Yeah, I feel like uh, having that option involved in the game it does make some of the sort of similar gameplay. It mixes up a bit, and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy this game. My review's on fandom.com if you want to read it.
2: I've played a couple levels of it. Uh, I, I mean, I just like the... I don't know how much the story diverges between the two characters, but at least just having two separate characters kind of gives you that uh, Mass, Fe- Ma- Mass Effect style impetus to like, one, I'll try one uh, path where I do stealth and one path where I do violence, and that was, I really liked the original Dishonored. Yeah, um, it's a great game. And, but the, the problem was like, yeah, I played it stealthily and I felt like, oh, I'm missing out on so many cool things, like, turning into a rat and then... Uh, mm, yeah, I didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah, so. like,
1: yeah. Walking enemies into their own bullets. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. And, and at least with t- two separate... Pl- potential playthroughs you'll you have more of a reason to do it yeah Mm -hmm. well the
6: differences are really only mechanical no story differences or level differences but there are some story differences i guess a few but there are they only like just dialogue changes or um okay sorry
1: (laughs) all hail the empress delilah first
0: of her name arrest emily Caldwin and her father for the crown killer
4: murder
1: so at this point you are given the choice to play as either emily or corvo and yeah, I think this is where the story differences begin. A lot of there's a lot of dialogue differences mostly in the way that people react yeah. to but uh one of the characters whichever one you don't pick is uh frozen in stone mm-hmm. and the other one gets to go off and have
2: an adventure. Yay them. <laughs> Though that, that like I I haven't played too far with with both characters but one one weird scene that differs is when you you have the, the first opportunity to either take or reject the powers. Right, and, you can play without powers. Yeah, yeah, and with Corvo, it's like remember me. I'm the guy that uh, like basically popped up in all these dream sequences in the original Dishonored. But when you're as Emily, I think it was one that you played at the beginning of the segment where it's just like, hey, I know your dad and your mom. <laughs> like it's it's like me- it's like meeting your your parents' friends at a bar. Or something. Yeah, like yeah. even if it doesn't amount to more than just more of the same, like. I loved that I loved Dishonored so much. Like just the two DLC for the original Dishonored was like that felt like an extra campaign and I was jazzed about that and just from what I've seen in previews and like what I've played, like there are some cool stages. Like there's yeah. one that's like the Transforming Mansion that I demoed which I really enjoyed.
6: That is a great stage. It's like a Zelda dungeon. There's yeah. another one that's also like a Zelda Ooh. dungeon. It's basically a um very much similar to a, a Dungeon in Skyward Sword where You have an item that will let you warp between the past and present of a environment at will. Oh, neat. And it also, like, shows you in front of you what the different time period looks like. So if you see a guard in the past or the present, you can warp behind them. Uh, choke them out and then like warp back or if they're chasing you can warp to another time period and then sneak around to where they, they will be and then warp back and then choke them out I mean like there are so many ways to fuck with guards with that power with that one level <laughs> all it's great choking them out yes well I didn't kill anybody or I, I, I tried not to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's lots of ways to play with the AI it's very fun lots of different items to use um I feel like this game deserves a bigger shot. I'm guessing it'll probably be discounted by the time you hear this. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, discounted within like a couple yeah. of weeks from Black Friday. I'm so, guessing it's like yeah. 30 bucks now, but it, it was like one of the highlights of my year. And um, I, I love the direction the series is taking. I hope there's a third one, but it's just a great, really meaty, really dense uh, FPS to uh, just play around in.
1: Well, let's move on to. Number four Okay, smash the boxes Why is a fox like smashing crates?
5: Bandit, and that's just, it's what he does It's a fox,
1: and it's not very realistic Who's joining us for this segment, first of all?
5: I'm Nathan, uh, community manager at Telltale
1: Yeah, you were on last week's episode Oh yeah, of course Yeah. yeah. And uh, who else? <laughs> Michael Graham Awesome! We've got two new voices for this segment on which game?
0: Uncharted 4. Yes! Not Crash Bandicoot. No, not (laughs) Crash Bandicoot. Although,
1: one level of Crash Bandicoot is in this, so you could say Crash Bandicoot helps make this one of our games of the year.
0: And just that moment makes me hope that this is the last Uncharted. It's it's a great bookend.
1: It kind of, like, I I do kind of feel like Mm -hmm. they've... They've both opened the door for a sequel and killed any chance of a sequel. Like, no, we we know...
0: I think they can make a game in that universe yeah. with some of those characters, but it can't be a Nathan Drake game anymore. Yeah. Mm. Well, they're doing
1: it with his daughter, right? When they yeah. It, yeah, which and I they think would be great. Well, spoilers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh,
4: sorry.
0: <laughs> it's been since March. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you all should have unwrapped one underneath a tree uh, for like
1: $250. There's a statute of limitations Is it? on... Uh, On spoilers, it's
0: about five minutes after game is released. Well, uh, it's not that Drake isn't still capable. I just think that character is as interesting as he's going to get. Mm. And uh, it'd be really cool to... I I don't know. I I gave that game a ton of praise reluctantly. I didn't want the AAA first-party game to be astounding, but it was... Yeah. I, I think it, Well,
1: it's it's one of those things, like, I kind of approach it, like, trudging in, like, okay, another mm-hmm. uncharted game, I'm obligated to play this. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh...
0: I wonder if this guy is really dead, blah, blah, blah. I'm being a total cynical jerk about mm-hmm. it, but then it's, like, there's, like, a jaw-dropping moment every several seconds that I've yeah. never seen in any game ever. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, spectacle
1: and, roller coaster the yeah.
0: game. And not even, like, spectacle and, like, uh, wow, in your face, just, like, you turn around, like, this is an entire city that's been lost, and, like, they talk about that and they hint towards it but you're in a fucking green texture box where you Mm. go go through a level but this is like you're looking out over everything i don't think i've ever seen a game with that much detail where i can see oh that's where i was three hours ago three miles ago Mm -hmm. holy shit i'm composing my rebuttal so i'll just let you i think it has it has the same flaws as every uncharted game and it's overly long unnecessarily long yes um but it, it did have two and min- also
1: for every 50 of those moments there's mm-hmm. one bit where you've got to stumble through a cave
5: that's filled with explosives mm-hmm. or claw- crawl through a crevasse ah mm-hmm. yes to hide a low time <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or it's, slowly it is, went
1: yourself up a hillside. It is without a doubt though, like the most polished, <laughs> nice yes, looking, and like well, yeah. like visually designed. Yeah, thing, and I've looking at
0: that, on that and I said it before, like oh, th- with all the time and resources in the world, this is the best game. Console games can do right now. It is now.
1: truly insane what Naughty Dog can yeah. do with that hardware. Like it looks head and shoulders so much better than anything else on the platform, yeah. and it looks so much better than PC games I play on the thing that has yeah. ten times the power. I mean, I'd love it's to see. It's just amazing. I, it's, they really do great. It
0: made me stuff. like yearn for I can't wait till this is remastered PS9 <laughs> I mean, wow I, like, I, I, oh, I, I hate God. saying Pim- that wait to a play this in a, you've been, you've been <laughs> full you're the now, <laughs>
1: holographic way. I, I, I want to
5: remaster before the game comes out exactly yeah.
0: <laughs> because you can see so many things happening on screen in certain parts and you just know with a little more processing power like it would just it, it's I don't know just, that's
5: I that's how I felt about The Last of Us when it came out on mm-hmm. PS3 yeah, like, it, it's, it looked like it was meant to be on PS4 mm. yeah. Yeah. and it's it was Shadow of the Colossus on
1: PS2 I like basically everything about the game other than the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like Damn. I like his movement around like when you're climbing and I stuff. I do, I love that. I hate the gun combat in the I hate game. gun combat. It's I bad. I kind I don't of hate like climbing it. puzzles it goes on forever. The climbing stuff gets old. Sorry,
0: cave puzzles. I love climbing around and I love the pit uh, yeah. I love the pit. But you know what I really love? Wow. This shit.
1: Livitalia The long lost legendary pirate utopia discovered after three hundred years by one Samuel Drake. And and, and his Younger, slightly less charming brother who happened to be tagging along for the ride. Right. You know, I always knew you'd make something of yourself one day. Yeah, just so you know, it's not my first lost city. Just
5: enjoy the moment. <laughs> <laughs> God bless Troy Baker. Yeah, yeah, Troy's <laughs> good.
0: It's, it's almost unfair that this 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 game has the best roles from two of the most prominent voice actors in this this the industry. might
5: Have the best acting of any game. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah. Take, yeah. I'm gonna take credit right now for okay. uh, Telltale having united both Troy Baker and Nolan North. <laughs> what? In, in, because uh, they were they both worked on Tales from the Borderlands. Oh man, yeah, that's right. that, I, I'm gonna say that that's the beginning of a fruitful art. I can say having no <laughs> having
0: not looked into it even slightly. No. <laughs> Way because they are the voice in every fucking <laughs> Matt, game. Matt speaking, the odds are against me. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> sure. <laughs> There's no way. There's just no way. Yeah, but mm-hmm. think
1: how Troy Baker has evolved. He's gone ah. from being in a game where he had to be cast opposite his best friends. What or about they'd the Batman series to uh, to all this? <laughs> that was easy. What are the <laughs> counterpoint. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, but I don't know if you. This is. I, I recommend sort of everybody play this game. I really like. I what I resent Uncharted for is not fair to Uncharted. Is that Uncharted? Uh, inspired a bunch of A developers to make Uncharted which they could not and it, mm. I think it ruined mainstream gaming for a long time after Uncharted 2 it made Uncharted 3 seem unspecial and 4 came around and made the experience seem special again I don't want every game to be this though I really don't you don't want every game to be special? no I don't want I don't want every game to like you know it's gonna be great. You tool around in mud in this jeep and tie yeah. up a winch for an
5: yeah. hour. That, that's, yeah. oh, it's so beautiful. And it was. It was fucking beautiful. But like, please don't do that in every yeah. game. It, it's unfortunate when trendsetters kind of get burdened with the fact that totally. they did something really original, yeah. and then everyone else is a copycat. There but, has uh, to be a term uh, for that eventually. Tomb <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I actually, I didn't good. play that until afterwards, no, and, no, and okay, like no. you were, I think you
0: you called me on it. That the pit that I thought was so innovative to the climbing in Uncharted Four was oh, totally yeah, yeah. pioneered. And, uh, the Listener called us out on. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, that was absolutely correct, uh, but it, it it still made the key feature in Uncharted more interesting than it had been before.
5: I do yeah. think games are iterative by nature, and mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to completely like blame Uncharted mm-hmm. for having done something original, and then everybody else is, like going, yeah. "Oh, that's a good idea, we should do that," because it's kind of the nature of the industry. But like, yeah, I do understand what you mean. Where it's mm-hmm. like weird how everyone just goes. With that trend, without thinking about why it works. Yeah, why it works. And and, and literally hiring yeah.
0: hiring Nolan North, Dark Void, uh, to try and recreate the exact same experience well, and failing miserably.
5: You picked a bad example because I love Dark Void only f- because I can pretend like it's the Rocketeer game I never got. There's there's three mm-hmm.
0: levels where you can you can pretend that. Other than that, it's Gears <laughs> right. of War
5: with bad guns and let brown me, hallways. Let me cling to what I can. So Gears sorry. of War. <laughs> <Brown hall>. um,
4: <laughs>
1: But uh, I, one thing I did like very particular his brother. Yeah, like I yeah, did yeah, like his yeah. brother because he's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. he's not attractive. He's got a gross widow's peak. He looks kind of mangy. He's and a man, and and it's nasty like, burnout. He is, for sure. and it's like yeah. that's <laughs> underrepresented in games and movies. I like movies yeah. and games
0: that have a <laughs> sort of ugly characters. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's a, a really dirtbag. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well,
4: no, I mean he's, he's yeah. someone who I every
0: girlfriend I've ever had would leave me for. But he, but he still, <laughs> but he, but he's still is sleazier than most. people. you instantly don't trust him. Yeah, and that was—I thought that was great because you're not supposed to. Yeah. Uh,
1: but I, I do think it says something about this
0: game that its quiet moments,
1: mm-hmm. for all that spectacle, its quiet moments are yeah. arguably the most memorable parts of the game. Hey, these boxes remind you of anything?
2: Every place we ever lived. Exactly. <sighs> I remember Dad was always like, "Why bother unpacking? We're just gonna move again in a month."
4: Yep, always the
1: asshole. Yeah, I think that level, the the brothers Drake, late in the game, yeah. like it could have been released as like mm-hmm. a standalone, uh, you know, gone
0: home length game, and
1: people would probably think yeah. it's brilliant.
0: Yeah, I sort of uh, wish it was. Because yeah. I, I thought that was a little. I remember this is a little long, but the payoff was good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The payoff was really good, but oh, I thought yeah. it was a little long in the middle of. And I think at that point, I'm just like, can I just complete this game now? I understand you're big and huge, and you you yeah. require 30 hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's
5: the same problem that a lot of big studios yeah. run into with movies, where yeah. they just they feel like they have to present we can't charge this much unless we are this long and I
0: I, you know God, thank God for people like Telltale you can't be epic um, in under 30
5: hours it's so funny to think about that though Mm -hmm. because the the, the normal used to be like hour and a half a lean hour and a half long movie to be able to have more screenings per day and then now it's like the opposite has happened both in in movies and to a degree in games where it's like this idea of length as value you yeah know? length as yeah, value yeah, yeah. is the your gaming the
1: dollar things. is so dumb well it's, it's it, <laughs> i think it made and, sense and when everyone
5: knows it's girth not
1: length
0: <laughs> 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 it is and how much hair you have on the tip of your dick there that's you very that's important perfect uh, I am jotting this down for industry uh, <laughs> reference. Perfect fur covered <laughs> mushroom tip. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I think that, that, that philosophy, because we, we, we replayed Kingdom Hearts on our YouTube channel this yeah, year. And that's, that's, like, that's like evidence like, where they didn't throw away any ideas because they were okay with a game being, well, why not make it 80 hours? We don't want people to take it back. There's only two games out this month. And that's I mean, not the world anymore.
1: And there, I mean, there are people out there that like mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. and they like, just give me more. Give me more. I want I,
5: more. I understand that when I'm on Christmas break. Yeah, I want a yeah, game that's a zillion hours. Yeah. I'm, pl- I'm going to play Final Fantasy 15 over the holiday Yeah, break. I want I an excuse to not
1: talk to my parents. Yes. <laughs> we're also, again, always old, employed men who yeah. don't have all the time in the world to spend mm-hmm. 80 hours on things. Mm-hmm. If I was 12 and Kingdom Hearts came out, I'd be like, great! But I'm just I am get try- to hang I'm out just- with Donald for nine days! <laughs> so this is one of the three games
0: I'm getting this year. I'm yes, going yeah, to play it to death over that's and absolutely. over. Absolutely. That's my biggest complaint about Uncharted and just, like, in, in people listening, I'm not the old guy. You were like this, too. There are There are... Now I think that at least four other devices that play games that you didn't have ten years ago that are asking for your time. If a mm-hmm. game is needlessly uh, thirty to forty hours long, mm-hmm. that it bothers me, uh, and, and that's I just I, I don't know what I cut out of Uncharted four. If I'm being completely honest, but mm-hmm. like I just thought like I was done with it before the game was over, but I had to see it through, and I'm but, glad I did because the ending is amazing. I know what I cut out:
1: hmm. explosive tunnels, explosive tunnels, <laughs> and
0: the fucking sundial puzzle like that, I, uh. like. Man, I've seen that before,
5: but I, I don't know. There's,
0: but whatever.
1: I like the clock tower. That was it, awesome. Yeah, oh yeah, that was yeah, uh, that, that was a great, great, great yeah, sequence. Yeah.
5: But if it was your first Uncharted, you probably would have been blown away. Yeah, you may not have appreciated the emotional nuance of what was happening. Yeah. But I mean, think about how what that was like for a lot of people who had never played it. Yeah, it's just Uncharted. I got that, that 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 moment of like. This level is what I'm doing now is
0: so unimportant to this to what we're going to and what the story is. It's the it's the perfect case for DLC of like Mm -hmm. people who really want more of this and these characters Uh sell them a little more and like charge a little less for the game up front charge them and then charge them more for these levels so they can play them. I was like I was I thought this experience was satisfactory with maybe 5 hours
5: cut out of it. Yeah. That's why they, I mean if you look at like The Last of Us DLC, mm-hmm. that was probably some of the best narrative focused yeah. DLC I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh because it super justified this quiet moment between these characters. Yeah, but-
0: which is hard it, which like when someone is like trying to get to the end or feel like they're on mm-hmm. the fin- they're at the finishing line to throw that in there is really weird. Sorry. I don't I don't mean to slander Uncharted 4. I do think it's it's the best games can do right now and, and that alone should merit give it a shot see it in yeah, action absolutely. And, I, and if you buy a PS4 over the break it's unavoidable it's in like <laughs> all of the systems bundled in yeah. for 250 bucks I feel I know I bought mine They're two
1: years ago away. but I still feel like an idiot
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright well we should move on
1: to
4: number three
1: This should be a very familiar sound for people who've played this game, because sure number one, is. it comes up every, every damn time. time you start it up, yeah. and number two, it's a throwback to something from the 80s. Yep. Who wants to tell me what this is? Uh, everything on the Laser Time Network. <laughs> yes, this this
0: game is everything on the LaserTime Time Network. <laughs> uh,
3: this is Dragon Quest Builders, mm. uh, which came out on PS4 and Vita. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah. was, frankly, amazing. Like, this is one of the few games this year that, like, really sucked in my attention. It's like, yeah. I can't stop playing this until I finish it.
3: Kind of, yeah. So, like, weirdly, it's just the way the year shook out, I didn't play many games, and even Dark Souls 3, something that I theoretically, me, should have played, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I I barely touched. You were still playing Bloodborne. Like, <laughs> I, finishing, the first, Bloodborne. The first three months yeah. of the year yeah. were me platenning the rest of Bloodborne. Blood and, and doing all the DLC, but... uh once I finished... But I did, for whatever reason, play Deus Ex Mankind Divided because I'm the only person I know that finished hum, whatever the last one was. Human Revolution. Five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, the new one, I should probably finish it because every one of my friends is either a Metal Gear expert or an Assassin's Creed expert
1: or this, that, whatever. But nobody played the new Deus Ex game, so... You have other friends who are Assassin's Creed experts? Yeah. I'll fucking fight them to the death. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Kevin, you're called out,
3: buddy. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I'm I, Kevin, and
0: that series is terrible. <laughs> um,
3: fucking kill you, man. Kevin's uh, gone. But, um,
7: this isn't about Deus But X, one, about Once dragon. I finished yeah, yeah, yeah. finish Deus
3: Ex, which is not a great video game by mm-hmm. any means, but it was very pretty, and it was actually quite relaxing mm-hmm. because it was just steal people's email the game. Okay, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll. I'm <laughs> yes. for thirty the hours." The simulator, Watch I, Dogs too, you I'm, love it. Uh, it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> It'll work next year. I swear. Uh, But um, once I finished that, I was like, "I need like the farthest thing from this." And when you had talked about some VGA we were on, you mentioned Dragon Quest Builders was a throwback to DQ One, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What?
1: Yeah, it totally is." And you want you want to hear how much it's a throwback?
3: It's probably this music, right?
1: Poof poof.
4: Yeah, uh, fucking uh, stair climbing stair I mean, It's is
7: beautiful. You're back in Alifgard yes. and where the uh, grandson of Lodo, Welcome uh, the, to my the world. descendant
1: of Lodo, failed the, the world, <laughs> uh-huh. and everybody yeah. lost so, the ability to build. Uh, the ability. For, for those who played the first Dragon Quest, like you get a yeah. choice at the very end of that game. Listen, first there, Dragon is, Warrior. Is, is Are you spoiling it? Dragon Quest?
4: No, well, uh, first
3: first you know what, Dragon Warrior, you Anyone in America guy. Guy. Yeah. play Dragon Warrior because you got it for free yes, with the Power. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so at correct. the
1: end of that game, you get a choice from the bad guy. He's like, ah, join me. Why fight? uh you you get to rule half the world and uh if if you say yes then the screen just goes black yeah. and it's like oh that wasn't the canon ending and then you go back and you fight him and uh happy ending game over Dino the Dino rest of- the rest of the Dragon Quest series happens hmm. yeah. but this is like well let's tell the story of what happens if you said yes hmm. and accepted well, the offer only
7: 2 and 3 are connected to 1 so just you know it's hmm. not the
1: rest of the Dragon all right fine Quest. but uh yeah, oh so God. you're you're yeah. in a you're in a ruined world and for whatever reason mankind has completely lost the ability to make things. This
0: really sounds like 2016. They they've forgotten
1: <laughs> about it for centuries. This is just making things in general is a lost art. So well, you yeah, have to teach them how to
3: do it. Yeah, I think the whole idea is like it got so bad and so desolate and decimated that it was just p- p- people gave up on the will to live, to unite in any organized fashion, and that also meant like Hunting, hunting, and gathering was the best you could do, and the idea of being any more organized than that just disappeared. Also, the the creative impulse was magically stolen from them. That is part of the story. And then, so the game is like you are this you know chosen person, uh, which I guess I don't know. I don't. I didn't finish the game Mm -hmm. uh, because again, the way I'll allude to, I think at the end of the show about how slowly I play games because I am super meticulous. I played the first chapter, Mm -hmm. and I bet I cleared fifty hours. Yep, of just that first chapter yep. because I did not realize it's a Minecraft. So you, what drew me to it was like it's like Minecraft but with goals mm-hmm. and story and a story and and, a a story and, a and, it, and it was wrapped up in like the, one of the two Dragon Quest games I knew. So like you see familiar enemies you might remember and f- and the overworld music is the same as Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior One. So I was like, this is really cool, and building was really fun. And what I didn't know is that. When you were done with that particular area's you know tasks, and you save it from this giant golem, which was a really cool fight. Like, all the events that lead up to the more you build up your city, you start drawing the attention of monsters and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I thought this was going to be the base for the whole game. So in between <laughs> doing tasks, I'm like, well, time to dig out everything underneath the earth and build a giant subterranean lair. And uh, I'll build a, everything I can. And I figured out a way I can stack and make multiple-story buildings. And I'm going to do all this crazy shit. <laughs> and then I finish the area. It's like, oh, when you leave here, uh, you can never come back. And it's gone forever. And you will now. But now you've unlocked the free play area. And I'm like, <laughs> you assholes. Well. I can't believe you didn't tell me ahead of time. Hey, subtly, here's a way. Don't Don't, like...
4: Don't get too too attached and fret over this because
3: this other mode is where you want to build your crazy shit and share it with friends. I thought this was going to be like over time, we're going to do many, many
1: quests, and then instead,
3: oh, these, you are these, you are, but these chapters are like hard breaks, yeah, and you move to like a new area where chapter two begins, and anything and it poisoned. does,
1: it does keep your old saves for each sure, chapter, it does, and so you can reload them, but it's not the same as like I'm just going to teleport back here and see how my friends are doing. Yeah,
3: I thought it was like this is this is the base, yeah. this is where I will rebuild like, the world. Nope, the
1: so chapters are basically separate game worlds, yeah, and, and each so... one has like. It's kind of a surprise because, like, oh, yeah, I've gotten a feel for how things work yeah. in the, it, around, uh, what's what's the first place?
7: Well, is not it Al- Cantlin? Al- or, uh, no, Well, the, can, can, can't, Cantlin, 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 Cantlin. Cantlin, yeah. Like Something and, like
1: that. and then it's like, oh, now I'm in a swamp, and I have, like, half the resources available anywhere on the map, yeah. and uh, it's sort of a struggle. I have to learn how to make new things. And then, yeah, the final level is just is like, it? there's nothing but ash and skulls <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> is it all... DQ1 or does it dive into 2 and 3? I, I don't know enough about 2 and 3 to mm. say, but... Well, 2 goes forward this. in time, 3 goes backwards in time, so though okay. that's the spoiler
7: at the end of 3 if we're going to spoil 30-year-old Dragon Quest mm. oh, yeah. games. Uh, I wish but, you wouldn't. Sorry. The Nintendo
1: Power spoiled that. I mean, come on. Oh, that
7: 3 was connected to 1? Yes. Oh, I didn't they, know that. you're I, I didn't huh. play yeah that's the end of the game it, it shout out be, to Descendants of Verdric and that it's the overworld world. you're playing in 3 is actually underneath it is the subterranean world that's Alephgard so the sky is actually above you more ground that's another world
3: weird Jesus. That's some SMT shit. Yeah.
7: But anyway, I also really enjoyed it. I uh, I am the biggest Dragon Quest fan in this room, I would say. And Easy, buddy. <laughs> and I think
1: I'm the biggest Minecraft fan, so I got Ugh. the most enjoyment out of this. Well, that's funny. A... I... Yeah. yeah. Just endlessly digging up blocks. Yeah. Adding well, them to my inventory. So, I,
7: I had the opposite approach to it. was, like, I don't, A, enjoy Minecraft all you like, but I, I'm not 13. So I'm not into. <laughs> so I didn't. Yeah. I that was my feeling. Henry beforehand. can afford Legos. So <laughs> Dragon Quest. So Dragon Quest turned me on to the Minecraft. The, to the Minecraft uh, gameplay style. I like that, and it needed. It was uh, one of those things where. Square Enix had to wrap it up in the colorful world of Dragon yeah. Quest and give it a story and directly connect it to, to deep Dragon Quest lore for me to care as yeah. much and to get invested <clears throat> in that stuff. And I really like that. I only I only played the first... Uh, chapter as well i did not keep going yet. i plan on just starting back over again on the vita because i bought the vita version of it for like no wow. cross save 18 bucks Ugh, no cross it buy. is really stupid there's no cross buy or cross save but cross
1: buy i can understand but cross,
3: cross save you going have made yourself another 40
7: bucks well that's square enix for yeah. you man uh but i, I, I would have bought it twice and one of my thrills of this year was getting to interview um the uh series producer of the game at PAX, because I got to interview him about this game and Dragon Quest Seven, and just about, I got to tell him to his face, like, hey, I interviewed you five years ago, and I am so happy and Dragon Quest... And you never Quest returned my love letters. <laughs> I told him, like, I'm so happy that Dragon Quest is back, and that he had grown so much, like... His career had grown so much when I met him the first time he was totally the junior guy who didn't say anything in the meeting except when I mentioned Rocket slime, which he had personally produced. oh my goodness and, <laughs> and, but this time he was like I, hey i'm I'm wearing a t shirt here i'm not in a dis business suit I'm just talking about how cool dragon Quest is i'm so excited like it was, it was cool to see him so much more you know relaxed and this <laughs> with Dragon Quest seven was well actually heroes before it, but this was the 30th anniversary of Dragon Quest, and America finally got Dragon Quest back. There had been a Dragon Quest embargo for five years, and we got this, and then two uh, and within the same, within a month, we got Dragon Quest Seven and Dragon Quest Builders. Yep. It was really awesome. And then soon we'll go Dragon Quest Eight, and then we're going to get Dragon Quest Heroes, and I pray, I pray, mm-hmm. in the next week we're going to get news on Dragon Quest Eleven, or we did get news on Dragon Quest Eleven. We did. Uh, yeah, but Checks out. I'm
3: hoping it comes to that one will come to America with no with little delay, um, but yeah, like I'm not a Minecraft fan per se. I, I don't like any game that asks me to build shit because I'm I never liked Legos as a kid. I I like playing with <laughs> Michael's face to that. Sense. I, <laughs> I, mean, I I don't know. I like what? it's
1: hard for me to actually <laughs> frown, but I did it for you. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy did it for the
3: podcast. <laughs> I enjoy like I mean I enjoy mm. working within boundaries and rules. Like I like having the parameters because when you just say do anything like my imagination just goes to the fucking ends of the earth, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you got to rein me in somehow. Like, I need a f- uh, focus me somehow. Like, I'm not good at that. But if you give me boundaries and a framework to work with, I can do... I feel very confident in myself. So with this, it was like, I'm in a Dragon Quest world, and there's some vague tasks to perform. I can now get into this, and I just... It starts inspiring me to want to build a crazy town and do all this crazy shit, and that's Love when a crazy I, town. And that's when I... <laughs> Sugar Come baby lady Sugar baby Dragon Quest Builders <laughs> Uh but I don't know it it with with that framework I could get into it and it you know showed me like why people would dig Minecraft so much and through that I can relate back to it and like I don't know it it, it was not a game I expected to really like but it was when I was on VGA when you guys were talking about it and I was like man something about Dragon Quest world with Minecraft visuals mm-hmm. um sounds really fun and I yeah, and I don't regret it at all and I really enjoyed it I and again I, I wish I knew I'll, to not get so hung up in one world and I just wish I would have kept moving through because I probably would have
0: finished the game in 50 hours my too. closing arguments for someone who didn't play it okay. this game sounded uninteresting on paper like okay, a needless cash in mm-hmm. uh, I have not heard at least Michael and Brett talk so glowingly about their experience with a game no one expected anything from yeah. Uh, the entire year and that you played it so much and so frequently and juxtaposed with what Henry said about, like, this actually is not a mindless spinoff. It has a canonical reason to exist within yeah. the series. They worked
7: really hard on it. And well, the combat, yeah. like, is really great.
1: It's, I- it's also, like, two prongs that, mm-hmm. like, just jab into my skin <laughs> and pull me toward the game that, number one, <laughs> it's these sort of repetitive bubble-popping gameplay loops that are a lot of fun to do, that are like sure. just really satisfying every time you do them. Yeah. And then like, they all clap, oh, and they all run up to you yeah.
3: like, you did it! You cooked a skewer!
1: Yeah, I collected <laughs> a bunch of things, and then I built a thing so I can go out and collect more things. Yeah. It's yeah this endless great loop, and then uh, it's a huge nostalgia fest for yeah. anyone who played Dragon Warrior One. Yep. Like everything, but, is a reference to it. The music is the from music, it. Music, sound effects, like it's just really cool.
0: But to its credit, seemingly welcoming to people who would have no idea what the Dragon Quest canon is, and and could possibly whos who isn't who here isn't rooting for the Dragon Quest series to take hold? What yeah. if this is the thing that does it? I, I don't yeah, think I, mean, I, I don't think this can reach too far beyond its well, fan base? I think
4: Japan...
7: I, I, I'm hoping the Square Enix has at least gotten more, you know, realistic. Mm-hmm. Where like, this will never sell 3 million copies mm-hmm. in America. Like, right. It's not gonna yeah. do that, but... Could, just it's only a 1 fa- gigabyte game. Yeah. How can yeah. it sell? <laughs> but
0: if you could maybe had There have been a couple sales in PSN uh, with it, and I do yeah. appreciate that, yeah. because this is everything... It's everything I want to see. Bridge the gap between teenage Minecrafters and the stuff I grew up playing. So I, I don't know. I do admire it from that from afar. I, I don't have anything else to say about it. Uh, a slime at change is a myth. Slime it <laughs> done, I'm done. I'm done. I can't top here.
1: that. So let's move on to
4: number two.
0: They are rage,
1: brutal, without mercy. But you, you will be worse, rip and tear until it is done. This game might actually be the opposite of our last entry, in that there are very few <laughs> quiet moments. Mm. It is incredibly loud. Right? Yes. and Incredibly close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
0: what this is. <laughs> this is Doom, motherfucker! Oh, Drip and tear!
1: Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I, I didn't
0: play this as long as uh, everybody else did. <laughs> I Ugh. didn't
1: either. It doesn't but, like, matter, Chris. Uh, but I loved it. I, I did <laughs> yeah. love what I played. This game is so immediately fun. Yep. That it, it just... It, like, it has no right to be yeah. as enjoyable as it is immediately right off the bat yeah. that like I, I started playing it again just from the beginning uh before we recorded this and it's mm. like this is yes this is immediately sucking me in yeah. again in the exact same way it did the first time I played it and the same
0: the first time I played doom like I and I hated that about it. <laughs> it's not Doom's fault. I have to see every area. There's a glowing triangle over there that I don't need. But I that must music, traverse though. go. I must go over its there. Collectibles yeah. are very good. And, mm-hmm. and but I don't because I, I don't have a ton of affection for the old Dune games because I feel like idiot. Well, I, I played I played all of them at a friend's house. I never owned them. And then like immediately when i had a system, there was a billion things better than Doom. One of the shining moments mm-hmm. of my
1: childhood was mm-hmm. that my dad would go on business trips and he would come back with like a shitty like here's the needle from Seattle. Uh, here's a fucking tiny little thing of like the St. Louis Arch or whatever the shit Boo is. dead. And one time, <laughs> one fucking time, he came back from business trip, here you go, Doom 2. Wow. And I was like, wow. ah!
0: No, no, I, I helped my friend build levels and all that stuff, but like, I, my, my first FPS was Dark Forces, which is mm-hmm. a, a big step up from Doom. Yeah, see? Nathan's giving me a, <laughs> a, fist, a fist bump there. So like, that one I spent a lot more time with. Doom I played at a bunch of friends' houses. Did learn it in and out. Uh, and, and it is in my blood. Well,
1: demons are always way cooler than Star Wars. though so. uh, I'm not saying. That. I just didn't. Ha- I literally didn't. Demons. I, I really literally didn't metal. have a
0: PC. I did not have a PC when yeah. Doom, even when Doom Two was out. I did not have a PC uh, at my house to play it on. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, this game is fan fucking fantastic. I remember people gave it so much guff because of uh, the whole like uh, the execution thing, mm-hmm. like where he would go around. You know, you do the little mini QTE things. Yeah. Or- you mean this? Yeah, that's it.
4: We're making watermelon juice. Yes. <laughs> 10 frozen watermelons.
1: <laughs> that is that for me is like one of the most satisfying parts of the game that like oh enemies just start flashing red they've turned into a bubble that I can pop. This is one of the few situations where you can get away as a game journalist with using the word visceral. To be yes. <laughs> <a simple. laughs> it, because literally you're, you're literally
0: pulling literally, gore out of yes. the stomach. Everybody gets one. <laughs> <laughs> it had an array of visceral gore.
5: Uh, I will just, say it has the plethora. best <laughs> it has the best opening sequence yeah, of any really game good. I've seen in a long time where it's just like Okay, I'm on a bed. There's, like, pentagrams everywhere. There's, like, weird Cyclops demons. Punch them in the effing face. Yeah. Grab your gun. Mm-hmm. Find out this guy is awful. After the breaking your chains. Yeah. Uh, read this thing on a computer monitor. Get annoyed by it. Punch the shit out of it. <laughs> and then go and kill a bunch of demons. It's like... Yeah. Who cares about setting up a big narrative? Yeah,
0: I thought it was essentially like the closest thing to a throwback or a period piece for mm-hmm. games at, at one but point. But it's still I mean, modern. Yeah, but yeah. it's still modern in that like it doesn't dwell on any of these situations long enough for you to get tired of them. Even yes. the dialogue sequences yeah. are really so silly and are over <laughs> immediately. Uh, for example... We exploited hell and its
1: resources because it was in mankind's best interest to do so. What you now see in this facility is the cost of progress. Said the fourteen-foot-tall robot. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I I love just the pacing of this game like that's amazing. It's it's just it strikes a really good balance of like oh music's starting okay mm-hmm. monsters are here forward momentum forward momentum yeah, crush yeah. everything kill everything mm-hmm. now they're gone it's a little quieter I can poke around and Let's find explore. secrets yeah yeah and I, I honestly
0: mean- wish I could stop exploring and just go to more demons but yeah. <laughs> I was still at a point where like I, I didn't I wasn't good at it yet Right, um, And I didn't. I hadn't wrapped my head around it, and I wasn't having a great time. But I was enjoying the, the pacing of it is the thing that, like, this is so much... The difficulty of the
1: pacing is great. Like, yeah. you never feel like you're getting overwhelmed. Like, yeah. you feel like you're getting a little better, and by the end of it, when it says, here's everything, you're yeah. like, I'm, I can deal with this. Ugh. Like, I can figure it out.
0: No reloading. Oh, no yeah, no makes... need for an overwhelming dumb story. Anytime
1: <laughs> I play a game, and, like, when I die, I feel, like, a little flush and slightly out of mm-hmm. breath. I'm just like, it's doing something right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And it, it loads, it loaded pretty quickly for me once you die. Yeah. And then I, because I'm a guy, I have to take a sip off my coffee or mm-hmm. whiskey <laughs> and take a vaporizer <laughs> hit. And sometimes I wasn't allowed to do that. There wasn't enough time to get all yeah. that in. Yeah. This yeah. thing is too. because I remember I was going,
1: like, I didn't want to buy this game, but mm-hmm. it came out and I was in Auburn at the time. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I need something to pass the time. What choice yeah. do you have? So I went to Redbox and I rented it and then I rented it again and then again. And I was like, I just need to fucking buy this game. <laughs> do <laughs> they I need to buy it? That's a sign the of a game good game. Back? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's Mario Mario 2 for me in a nutshell. It's yeah, been the, a long time since I rented it again. The, the <laughs> no
1: reloading Dark Green Duck for <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo. The no reloading I thought was especially cool because yeah. like number one, uh like it's it's obviously there because it's a throwback mm-hmm. to the old games, but on the other hand, it's like why do we have why we anyway at, at all anyway. Yeah. like it completely fucks with the momentum There's of like this combat like, some like,
0: sad team in Infinity Ward like required like well we gotta get the textures right and this guy's you make thumb. it in with
1: cover and map design no no I get it I get it
0: because you can't constantly fire it in everything except for Doom <laughs> yeah. which said that you can you the, can the do it the craziest
1: thing about me is that this game felt like this is the Doom Unreal hybrid that you'd always wanted and then like two months later
0: Unreal, Unreal. coming in
1: 2017 I was like okay and know. Quake
0: and like oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know how those are gonna do differentiate themselves because right. I want the same from all of them. One will um, have
1: big square polygons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unreal
5: won't have Egyptians fighting aliens there you go. That's um, serious. And robots. Uh... <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, good point, good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so Brett, uh, why is Doom one of your games of the year?
3: Well, like I said, uh, as of one of the five games i played this year, it was just so good. <laughs> um, but no, it was like Doom 1 and 2 are two of my absolute favorite games of all time. I thoroughly enjoy them I think they are way better than even the stereotype of Doom mm-hmm. gives it credit gi- I don't know how to phrase that better but like the stereotype of Doom is that it's a mindless shooter where you run and grab keys and kill everything yeah, in the room yeah. but what the secret genius of that game is is the level design like they worked with a, lo- a level editor that I as a 15 year old could use and made my own Doom levels with my friends that we would trade for years like I was more into Doom I can say than anyone at this table like hmm mm. No I was way! Pretty huge is, into Doom. It's, no way. I,
0: I got into it when I didn't have a computer. So I, I read the it everywhere fucking else. novels. I read, <laughs> dude. I still have
3: all four of those novels. Okay, uh, I, I,
1: I lied. I only read the first one. I read all four of
3: them, <laughs> and apparently
1: I got into some weird shit with tree people. I'm like, ah, that's not Doom. Uh, no, the last two books are really bad.
3: <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, like I was making levels. Children of Doom. We were
1: <laughs> Doom Messiah. Uh,
3: no, it's like, uh, man, the last one is called Endgame. The third one, I can't okay. remember what it's called. Um, but the new one, uh, yeah. So, so my 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 love for Doom is is deep and and goes back to 1993, 94. Like I absolutely adore Doom. But what was great about them the old ones was these level des- this level design would let you. Kill every enemy in the room, mm-hmm. and uh, not spawn closets. And then you, with the limited, you know, tech that they had, again with a level editor that I could use and make my own, they built these beautiful stages that, like, you had to look at now from a platforming perspective or from some, some kind of adventure. Like, well, wait, if I hit this switch, it opens this, and if I get enough speed, I can make this jump, and blah blah blah. You start working mm-hmm. backwards, and Doom Three was like a Bioshock before Bioshock, trying to do a here's the thing with audio logs and here's the thing where we're going to do a little slower paced horror fright show kind of thing and Doom 2016 was like no 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 this is like industrial metal screaming at you while you punch demons in the fucking face and rip them in half and go total balls out metal the whole game but also (laughs) you can kill every enemy in the level and then you are still left with this 3D map and you're like well wait a minute and then the game switches. It goes from, like, the frenetic just tear shit in half and fucking lift weights while you play a game kind of video game to I'm now going to thoughtfully think about the level design and think about how do
0: I get up there. It's an interesting perspective. And
3: let me go back and, and then you're like, well, now I want to get all the collectibles. Be- not because, like, I'm still in a collectible mode mm-hmm. because that the need to scratch that itch is far left me. But with Doom, it's like, each level ends, and it's like, that's that stage. This is not some open world where you're going to mm-hmm. constantly be fetching shit and then going back to, like, mm-hmm. you got 400 out of 800 pieces of shit. Who cares? <laughs> this is, like, this is a level with, like, parameters. Mm-hmm. And when the level's over, it's like, this is your performance on this level. Also, mm-hmm. in this stage, can you punch two guys in the dick before you hit the ground? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can! <laughs> and so going through every stage like that in a game that s- that perfectly oscillates between bloodlust and thoughtfully thinking about how to proceed through the stage is really cool and I love the con- some of the concessions they made of like fuck reloading like who cares yeah like, exactly like and the relics that you get are also like mini uh when you have to go into the relic room to do like mm-hmm. the beat this thing in 60 seconds or the trials or whatever yeah. they were and then you unlock a rune that gives you this extra power but
1: they did something similar in bayonetta too like with those challenge yeah. rooms where yeah I guess I, okay
3: uh, sure I, probably um, but what I loved about it was like, then you could like start stacking these things where it's like, oh, get more whatever from killing enemies. And also you stay in this mode longer where you can just run up and push one button and rip enemies in half. Mm-hmm. Like how the Punisher game yep. on Xbox, you could just run up and hit X earning, and
0: earning perks through challenge rooms.
3: Yeah. Perks through challenges. But then the way they would interact with each other was I got to this point where it's like, if you're over, if you have a hundred armor, you have unlimited ammo. And then here's another perk that things drop more armor. And as long as I. And so it was just this loop of like, I have unlimited ammo all the time, Mm. and I'm going to use the biggest gun outside of the BFG and annihilate everything in the room and get more armor and stay invincible. It was just such a fun. It was Quake meets Doom. Like, Mm. Doom never had the Quake experience where you're jumping, running, shooting like crazy and this was that and it was a perfect fusion of Quake and Doom and I was like this is so much fun nice and it was just like the most fun video game I've played in so long that mm-hmm. was very video gamey mm-hmm. but knew all the right concessions to make and all the right ways to make it like no 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 fuck realism mm-hmm. Like, you're punching demons in the teeth. Like, who cares? Like, I don't know. I, I totally enjoy this. Yeah,
0: the straightforwardness, I, I appreciate it as well. And my I want to give it the award for, for some reason, the largest game on my hard drive. Yeah. I, <laughs> I haven't finished it. Does, is there more to it than I'm thinking? Like, that's it's a, it's it, so big. It's huge.
3: Um, one thing I will say is I couldn't figure out if the story was ironic or sincere because it's really dumb
0: I, th- I feel like they needed Those touch tones To make it A throwback Doom game Sure
3: But like yeah. when he's like The, the Doom Slayer Like in a, in a fucking Warcraft <laughs> 2 voice <laughs>
1: The Doom Slayer Comes from death
3: Isengard, like, it was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? That's the, where they're taking the hobbits! They're <laughs> taking the hobbits! <laughs> like, it was like, what? This story is ridiculous, but I'm like, well, wait, if it's trying to kind of parody yeah. the deep-ass lore of modern games, then this is actually really fun. Yeah, I,
1: I like the guy who's like, whatever you do, don't smash our limitless source of energy, yeah. and you immediately do that. <laughs> you start punching, it's like,
3: this is great. So, mm. like, that I couldn't tell, so I was kind of on the fence of, like, if you think Doom needed a lot of lore other than we tried to build a portal and it accidentally opened hell. Oops! Like that's all the story Doom needs. So what's the Argent Energy fuels the world? Like uh, I'll entertain like sixty more seconds of this, but okay. the mm-hmm. moment I can't keep punching things in the face, it's not Doom anymore. Mm-hmm. So it kind of started to lose me from time to time, but I think it was trying to be a little tongue in cheek while also trying to build a little story. So I kind of was like on the fence, but I,
1: overall I enjoyed that part too. So cool, great game. All right. Well, let's move on to this is our final obvious best game of the year. No shitting anybody. Let's take it away.
6: Always remember, never accept the world as it appears to be. Dare to see it for what it could be.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That's the wrong sound. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's,
0: uh, noon. Ah, Jesus there you Christ. go. <laughs> what was the other one? No <laughs>
1: No, that's that's from one of the uh, the many like trailers that they put out in lieu of having cutscenes in mm. this game. And that's the one that like tells Winston's origin story of like his dad trying to teach him how to see yeah, the dude, world from space. My
0: girlfriend dug up throwing all my shit from the living room here. I got myself a Winston Velcro pack. Nice. How about nice. that? Mm-hmm. A jelly.
1: If I recognize that on the street, I'd beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> Dump my books. I don't care what Part they of are. Saturn. How to survive cancer. <laughs> 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 Overwatch. This, I, I have not seen a game fire public imagination yeah, like yeah, Overwatch yeah. in years. Yeah. like yeah. I. That's important. I know I spend way too much time on Twitter, but like mm-hmm. that seems to be. Like, it it comes up with regularity. Mm. There's people talking about it and doing fan art and, like, people who I follow who have nothing to do with video games Mm -hmm. are talking about Overwatch.
0: And I've said this a billion times. Yeah, you're wearing an Overwatch
5: jacket. I I wear my passions on my sleeve and this game is amazing. Yeah,
0: I love it. And, like, I've, I've made this case before. When you're watching a movie in the late 90s. And they've made a game just so like a, a governor character could complain about it. Yeah, it's a gorilla fighting a lesbian, fighting you can't a, spoil the new fighting Overwatch a juggernaut, character. fighting <laughs> the fighting governor, a, fighting a soldier, and a western guy. I'm like that's not a fucking game. These people have never seen a game in their life, and like, <laughs> I, I, under Overwatch is just like that fake game Dude, that we it's, thought it's, could never exist. It's like the box art from like fourteen different graphic
1: yeah. cards from the mid two thousands all put together. in it's, the same. Game. It really does.
0: It looks like the splash page for like Playboy's uh. Game, game, game girl centerfolds, like all these disparate designs and uh, character tones and skin colors and it's like, all of it is beautiful and I I'm not a, not the one want to coin this but like good character design means you can recognize someone from a silhouette every fucking yeah. character yeah. 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 you can rec- yeah. you, like you can recognize from their fucking shadow you know who's fr- behind you they
5: all have their own distinct noises like it's awesome yeah they actually have custom like sound design based on the relativity to you and another enemy based yes. on how much of a danger they uh, oh. are th- like how much of a threat they are to you oh, it's yeah. insane I saw a chart of it from like I think GDC or something like that wow. it was insane how much thought they put in I mean it, but- you'll
1: hear things differently just even depending on if you're on the same team with the character who makes the, the noise mm-hmm. or not.
4: Heroes never die.
0: Thanks,
1: Mercy.
4: Oh, yeah.
1: Heard right. in German if you're her enemy. ha, huh, mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I never even thought about that. Every time it happened I was like, oh god, they're and back that, alive again. <laughs> that, that's sort of a weird touch that seems to happen with a lot of characters when they have say things in different languages or when they say things uh, that enemies hear in different languages, mm-hmm. you, if you're on the, the same team as them, will hear them in English. Mm-hmm. I think the Alex Jones take on this is, like, <laughs> this is the
5: globalist game. I'm every never going to play as that gay <laughs> frog. <laughs> God forbid, a Mad Max and a Gorilla Man and a robot all be friends. Uh, right? make love with a Junkrat, end up in bed with a Junkrat. Now he's talking about my maid, Winston. <laughs> God, I I will say that like I feel like this game, people really don't understand how much... Uh, instilling personality in characters matters and to yeah, me yeah. I actually got into the game because of Tumblr I saw really adorable yeah, interesting Tumblr fan art loved it well and like I'm on Tumblr a lot because of my job you Turn. know I'm, I'm on the internet right. a lot you're and a pedophile uh, <laughs> I'm gonna choose silence as my option to coin the telltale uh, choice um Dot 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 <laughs> dot dot dot. Um, I deserve that. But yeah, I just I I remember like being like, okay, whatever. I'm gonna play Battleborn. I'm I'm on that side of the war. Yeah. And then like and then like Tumblr was like creating so much content, and I was just immediately enamored by those characters based on what they saw saw in it. And I was like, wow, this is like I could tell. How these characters relate to each other immediately, based on their designs, and based on a little bit of audio clips I saw. A little bit of audio yeah. clips, and that's it's that's not what much. I
0: keep yelling about with game store them hitting you over the head with how relationships are, are supposed to work, instead of allowing yeah. you to project whatever you want on numerous different characters. Mm-hmm. And that's like before the game came out people were endeared to whoever these characters Absolutely. were. Dude,
1: like, can any other company other than Blizzard make Team Fortress 2 12 years after it came out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But It'd be great. And <laughs> more popular probably yeah. than ever, Team right?
0: Team yeah. Fortress 2 is, is the only <laughs> other... Predecessor, I think I can think of to something like Overwatch. Yeah, where um, it
1: captured as many, or uh, I guess as much of a mind share across yeah. as many disparate fandoms. It, it
0: told no story, uh-huh. and we're dying to see Blizzard tell more it, of the story. There's it's, just it's all enough, character yeah. yeah,
5: there's just enough story to make mm. you fill in the gaps with your imagination, which is yeah. the, the recipe so for a cool. good fandom. So like cool. honestly, I mean,
1: Overwatch does kind of try to fill in some of the gaps. Mm-hmm. When I was a girl, I had a fear of spiders. I was told they felt no emotion, that their hearts never beat. But I know the truth. At the moment of the kill, they are never more
4: alive.
0: But really, more it up on Snopes.
1: More, <laughs> they do have heartbeats.
4: More anti-spider
5: sentiments in Trump's America. Pretty sure I'm pretty sure. i sick of this. Who's going to eat all the mosquitoes? I'm pretty sure I wrote a poem like that on LiveJournal back in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like,
0: what we're not talking about is the. It seems so easy, but the. um, I don't. I like multiplayer shooters. I like first person shooters, single player, and I don't play a lot of Twitch shooters. It's okay, Chris. You don't. Uh, What?
1: You don't like those things. I do
0: like those things. I do, but, like, um, I don't. I like that there's no single player at all. I just got sucked into Overwatch for, like, two months, like, straight, every night. And I I think. But we're not. We're understanding the uh, idea that, like, anybody can jump into this, and you won't. You don't feel terrible. Even when you just die constantly, it, it's switch the same, characters.
5: Figure it out. It's the same kind of approachability that I think uh, Hearthstone and mm-hmm. World of Warcraft had. And mm-hmm. they're really smart at knowing how to make a game that is a very, very approachable to new players yeah. to yeah. get them in long enough so that they get hooked. Like myself, who never played a first person shooter for more than a month or two. Mm-hmm. What? It came out in May, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's December. I'm still playing it every single night. Yeah. I've never oh, done that yeah.
1: before. See, I got into it again uh, after a long absence, and they've they've added all this content in October and December. The Christmas stuff. The the Christmas stuff is really good. Like the snowball battles, a lot of fun. I I like the the, the, what's it? The mystery party where it just keeps switching you to a random character. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I Um, love that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it kind of forces you to because like there's there's less expectations. Like either you're going to be really good with everybody, or you're just going to be stumbling around like. Hey, I'm learning this character, and that's fine. Nobody's gonna really give you shit. I need about my it. loot box. I need it now, Michael. Yeah, yeah not, I'm not. I don't <laughs> cut those glory hole modes. But uh, I did, like, I saw, like, oh, there's like an <laughs> AI practice against AI uh, feature now. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I can get in some practice time, and what it doesn't tell you is that, like, well, yeah, but you will be paired with actual teammates, and so I load that up and immediately just start hearing somebody's crying baby in my ears. I'm like, nope. <laughs>
0: But I, I did like they inci- they incentivized uh, through those I, don't, I forget what they're called, but like to play as different characters. Like here's a week where you earn extra XP mm-hmm. through this character. Like yeah. learn this character because the mm-hmm. idea like you should know you should at some point a month in. Know how to play two to three characters. I like how well. they
1: took MOBA theory and diluted it into this yeah. game. they well, yeah. their MOBA sucks. but
0: to make it natural. <laughs> Sorry, yes, their MOBA. <laughs> yeah, here's the storm. I mean,
5: whatever. If people like it, people like it. Fine. But it's I got a know. Lost Vikings reference. It's well, okay with me. I do think that it applies a lot of philosophies behind fighting games mm-hmm. onto a like hero shooter. And yeah. I think that's honestly something that I feel like I haven't seen before, mm-hmm. or at least not executed on this level. Where like seriously, I've never played a game like this long before and I'm so hooked because it it has those same hooks there but like I don't feel like I'm being punished for not being amazing right off the bat Um, I haven't been weirdly enough I know you said that you've experienced people being terrible but I have not been cussed out or told a bunch of anti-semitic or offensive shit (laughs) on
1: Overwatch nobody's hassled me it's just and the thing is like uh, that Crying Baby incident was actually the first time that I've heard anyone use voice chat. I've I'm never heard my life I'm, ever heard. Well, I'm yeah, perfectly consoles. happy without it. Well, I love yeah.
5: just the fact that the only communication I typically have with players is like, hello, mm. and like, yeah. thanks. Yeah, exactly. Positive yeah. stuff where people Taunt, are being flush. awful. To yeah, like it's Paul, cute and adorable.
1: And, our, our friend Paul Ryan, formerly of GamesRadar, once wrote an article saying, there are exactly... Two things everyone want, anyone wants to hear out of you in a game. Uh, hello and good game. That's it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And that game yep.
5: distilled that communication down. Well, but time. but yeah. like,
1: wow, so you guys are saying you're pro-censorship? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You able to say whatever yes. I want? Yes. Pro not being wow. a Way wait
0: to wait undermine the First Amendment, you uh, fucking terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should mention that. I'm starting a censorship company. Um, uh, but <laughs> That's a thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. oh. oh. I forgot where I was going with that. Overwatch. Overwatch. It's my great joke. Somewhere with Overwatch. Um, oh, you are going
4: here.
0: this. It's funny and Steve like... was my favorite. Just the idea that like you don't even know how many people you killed. I, that's not what's important. I feel right. like... And, the, oh, sorry. That was the mic up thing. You <laughs> can tell who's mic'd up when you play. Like if there's a <laughs> team slaughtering you. It's not because of sure, who they sure. chose. It's because they're working together, and you know totally. that's, that's why well, they're winning. And I don't feel bad about it. Like, yeah, those assholes smoked like, up. That's I'm not going to do that. So we're going
5: to die for a little. It's crime. like a good game. You de- you deserve that win because we should have yeah. coordinated better. Yeah, and, I, and
0: so like it makes it so. Whereas the number one person used to be the person with the biggest kill ratio. Right, right. It becomes can you get play of the game? And I still Score. don't know what dictates. Well, that.
1: that it's a bad mechanic. It doesn't work really as it should. Because you got to unless a while. you're like hella aggro. But um, quick aside no, no, to the diva I, thing I, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. wanted to say that mm-hmm. I am so astonished that uh, the game community who I generally have very little <laughs> faith in at large for the most part mm-hmm. um, decided to go hey it's an underage Korean girl mm-hmm. let's make her a cute little gremlin character who eats Doritos and Mountain yeah. Dew <laughs> and is completely innocuous mm-hmm. and adorable and fun instead of Every other thing you would imagine the community would do this, with that. This yeah.
5: community is very pure, and that's mm-hmm. why I like being in it, and it's what got me to play yeah. the game to begin with. Because, quite like. frankly, I, I would have been turned off by a lot of it if it had been like a normal fandom from a lot of other communities. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was just so sweet and silly and, and like, innocent and full of positive people who are just like, oh, man, yeah, the, cow- the cowboy and the samurai are well, hanging out. The, funny, the-, like- the funniest thing I heard about Overwatch sorry, mm-hmm. all year was, uh, you know
1: Robert Yang, the developer? Uh-huh. Uh, he said, like, uh, Overwatch is my game of the year, blah, 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 because it's the only game with, like, 23 gay characters. <laughs> 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 Everyone scary. shipped with everybody. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yes. laughs>
5: Brother, well, I think one of my it's favorite... not gay but- if
1: you do it with the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite Twitter threads of the year was, like, somebody just sort of explaining... The uh, Overwatch fandom is like mm-hmm. a dialogue between developer and fans, and it's like, now here, here's a grizzled soldier who's been through a lot
5: and he's all battle scars. Like fans, he's everyone's dad, and he yes. brings some snacks. <laughs> yep, dude. <laughs> yep. Er, there's a line. Ch- there's a chart of like who's shipped with who, and it's just like lines to everybody across the board.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and here, it's almost it's almost unfair because it, it's almost unfair because like I remember. Uh, learning about that at PC Gamer and talking to Team Fortress 2 guys where they can take fans feedback and speculation and instantly implement that into like either a gameplay audio cue or a uh, fan film uh whereas console games take like a fucking year to get certified and like it just it's a you it's hard to get a patch yeah. in on right. a console it costs right. money right. where yeah. it, it costs nothing on PC but there has to be parity with the PC and the uh PS4 and Xbox One version so the the fans are Literally dictating what Overwatch does, they immediately Absolutely. represent it in yeah. the game, and they have to. They have to make sure it rep- it's so, represented. That's one of the coolest fast. things about it
1: too, is the fact that PC and console are two completely different ecosystems yeah. where the games have been balanced appropriately. Yeah, for, yes, which that, is very—it's amazing, and like yeah.
0: that they, they do it constantly because it is. I, I swear, it is a fucking costly endeavor to do that. Uh, and, they, and, and but it we, turns out Blizzard's really good at pretty Blizzard's much everything. Pretty good at yeah. money. Uh, they yeah. they got this shit. They can afford these, it because <laughs> the whole thing seems
5: like a free to play game. Yeah. And it, it's not anywhere? No. Dude, I have <laughs> spent so much money on loot boxes. It's shameful. Yeah. I've never spent this much money I, I, on I like, it. <laughs> I hit a threshold where, like, I'm not going to get another loot box for,
0: like, months. Ever. Like, ever <laughs> yeah. unless I pay for it. You mentioned I GDC, want so too. And
1: it was like, on that point, like, every single GDC I ever went to where there was a Blizzard employee talking, it was like, they only hire geniuses. Like,. The people that work there are all, like, articulate, super intelligent, and Mm. everything that they do, this doesn't happen accidentally. Mm -hmm. Like, everything they do is so distilled and so
5: well done that it's just... Nothing is by chance. No, all of this... All of it's been thought out. Yep. Totally. You're being manipulated by Blizzard No, honestly, Benghazi goblins. (laughs) My attitude is I've spent so much more time in that game than any other game this year. Mm -hmm. They kind of deserve occasionally five bucks for me to have a few. Totally, totally. I spend
1: 30 bucks on average Hearthstone a month, I would say. Yeah, and if you're enjoying it. Don't tell my financial investors. If
5: you're enjoying it and it's not making you not pay your electric bill, then it's really not that big a deal. You're giving them as much value that you're getting out of it. I play it every day, so yeah. Yeah, totally. You're getting a lot more out of it. Yeah, totally.
0: Mm -hmm. But but this, this game tapped the zeitgeist in a way that I don't think any other game did this year. No. Sorry,
5: we're talking a lot, Michael. Did you have
0: thoughts? no, no, no? <laughs> I was about to shut this shit down. I just I just, I, just, I just, I just wanted to point that out in terms of like fan art and reception yeah. and like references. Like, I was actually kind of bummed that like no other game reached the echelon of Overwatch in terms of like people wanting to talk about this and speculate on the characters. Nothing came close to that, and and so I nominated this for Game of the Year. Because Overwatch is a game that came seemingly out of nowhere. I know that's not true. uh, Not at all. I don't think anybody expected it to take off as much as it was. Yeah, I don't think it, 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 it... Expected to be a worldwide phenomenon. To become not, a
1: cultural institution as quickly as it did. Yeah, to where, like, if you don't play to games... To overshadow Pixar.
0: <laughs> well, not to... But, like, if you don't play games, like, if you don't know three Overwatch characters, I think, like, six months from now, you're going to look really fucking stupid and out of touch. <laughs> even if you don't play games.
5: I never like, expected to be swaddled in Overwatch merchandise <laughs> yeah. on a daily basis yeah. than I am, so... But you know. no other
0: so, game tapped the zeitgeist totally. like that. and made them want to, like... I don't know. It's great. No. I love seeing that.
1: No other game tapped the time ghost. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what like, guys. Spirit of the
0: era, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I only do deal in literal translations, motherfucker. I Ugh. use Google to translate all my Japanese <laughs> games so they're untouched by SJWs. Right. Please <laughs> tell me
5: there's an itch.io game called like Time Ghost. There has Time to, to be. Right? Yeah, that's the one where it turns out
1: you're actually a dog. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's our top ten games of 2016. Um. They might not be your games. But this is where you will get the chance to weigh in. Wow. Uh, It's time for question of the week. Mm. What is your favorite game of 2016 that was not on, or in our case, that wasn't on this list? In your case, it can be something that was on the list, or whatever, just as long as it's something you're passionate about and ready to talk about. Uh, mm. I'll go first. Mine's Watch Dogs 2. Can't believe wow. none of you guys liked it as much as I did. Oh, I love it's amazing. the stream
3: we did, because dicking around in, in, like, fake SF was yes. so much yeah. fun. It's so much fun, but yeah. I'll <laughs> never play it. I will uh, never yeah. play a story b- mode in any open world You're, you're <laughs> missing out. It's <laughs> I really amazing. we it. got to get to the underscore or something. I yeah. discovered
2: my <laughs> exact apartment is in the game, so... Oh,
1: <laughs> well, I can see why you just turn your back on yes. it,
0: then.
2: No, I've, I've a, enjoyed it so far. I got a uh, Ubisoft
0: official employee to apologize for the laser time headquarters not being in the game wow. but that's okay you had to have one block in between uh second street and dolores yeah. park so i understand not a lot can make it in there you, mm-hmm. get, you get i you get ike sandwiches and that's all you get <laughs> um
1: someone
2: else go uh, Oh, Ga- yes that uh so i'm guessing this didn't make the list even though i i've i tried to orchestrate a james comey-esque uh last minute push for yeah. enter the gungeon uh, because I know Mike Grimm just bought it, and he's been digging it. Mm. Uh, it's on sale, I, and I should have bought it. I Yeah. it it. I put probably triple-digit hours into that game. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the first game I've platinumed in years, and it's, I'm proud because it's one of those games where under 1% of like people have a platinum in it. I've talked about it a ton on the show already, but yeah, it's a... Your tolerance a, a ro- for roguelikes ro- amazes me. Uh, well, just this one. Okay. And then actually Let It Die has kind of re- reignited it. But yeah... It, just the sheer, uh, like, creativity with the, the with the guns in the game and how every run is different and, your luck, you know, some are just, like, complete luck. Some are, like, the game just shitting on you the entire time. But, like, your skill is still pr- pretty important to winning that, at that game. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm eagerly awaiting they have a, a new DLC called the Supply Drop coming soon. Maybe even out before, mm. you know, the end of the year. But, uh... Yeah, I really liked it, and it. It I hadn't played a roguelike for any extended period of time before this, but this kind of uh, started that uh, mm. obsession.
0: Oh, me? Uh, I can go. Um, <laughs> you know, like just because uh, I'm wrapped with it right now and may not get another chance to talk about it, I don't normally uh, play 20 hours of a game in a single day's time. But according to the timer on Final Fantasy XV, I did. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, I I wanted to like the game. I was looking forward to it. And I like it more than I expect. And I let slide things I make fun of constantly about open world games. Because I didn't... I wasn't really sure, or sold that it was going to be an open world game, but it is. Somebody made the comparison that it's The Witcher, a game I didn't play but watched you and Anne play a mm-hmm. lot. <laughs> it's a lot like The Witcher, which I didn't... So, it, so if you think about that, it blew my mind as someone who didn't play a lot of The Witcher. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wander around the woods and hunt stuff. Unless it's Japanese. Ah, and apparently I do. Yeah.
7: Have you gotten to Chapter 9? No,
0: I have not gotten to Chapter 9 yet, but like, I have also... i I can't let the world fall away and play 20 hours of game. That doesn't... Happened to me and it did and it was nice for that to happen again for a game I was very much looking forward to I like it for different reasons than I thought I think it reinvents the combat in a way that's really fucking interesting and like constantly gets more fun I like the car I like the bro camaraderie uh, and the yeah. bromaraderie yeah who's yeah. your favorite guy uh, prompt, prompt, Prompto yeah Prompto's my favorite that, that, my favorite moment in the game is just he wakes you up hey man you want to take pictures with me tomorrow it's the coolest <laughs> moment the whole fucking game it's so cool uh, I don't want to spoil that if you haven't... It, it I raised with Golobulus on a beach. Golobulus, really? <laughs>
3: no, wait, that's Burgess Meredith in the G.I. Joe movie. <laughs> oh, okay, right,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: You're a bum! <laughs> You're a bum, shipwreck! <laughs> uh, uh, he gets killed by Sergeant Slaughter.
4: Oh. Itty bitty titty committee. We have to watch this <laughs> Who movie. Who loves you, Duke? <laughs> <laughs> but <So> I, I... <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs>
0: we have to watch G.I. Joe the movie, that's all I'm saying. Uh, but... Uh, I like it for reasons I didn't expect. I let a lot of things slide that I normally would make a lot of fun of, and yeah. it just ultimately—it's nice to see a series this revered reinvent itself in a way that I think is more uh, approachable than any other entry in the series has been. It's—it's it's much easier to recommend like than like thirteen that. and fourteen. Um, well, in the in the last decade, that's what I'm saying. Uh, if you want your—it's—I like, still feel like thirteen's more accessible, strangely because no, it no. because it mm. gives you shit so slowly. Yeah, no. 15 doesn't do that. But it like it allows you to experience all that combat training, which is fucking intense. And normally, is something I don't go in for, but you can do that separately anytime you want. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can you can dig into certain. Like, I don't use magic. No, never... the magic seems totally fine. It, seemed, up it was like, I, it's too complicated and it's more fun just to whack
2: shit. Invest your
7: AP into making better magic. Use that
2: path. That well, why, why don't have... you come in and join yes, the conversation? Gonna, I have to go, so I'm going to tag Henry in. Okay.
0: Thanks, Dave. Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, I, 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 I've only put like eight hours in, and I'm, at, I'm still in chapter one because mm-hmm. I'm the mm-hmm. slowest person on earth. Boy, are you
0: fucking around with side quests?
3: Yeah, I do everything I can before I can leave. Yeah, like, well, it I, takes you know, i, I admire, you're never
0: gonna get the chapter. Nine. I admire that it keeps you poor as fuck. So, like, you yeah. really kind of need to. Yeah, uh, I am pretty are like, Aren't I a prince? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Where's my bottomless royalty? fucking cavernous you fucking Invest in that rat in the yeah,
1: regalia? It's like, gun. oh well, your title doesn't mean much outside the city walls. Yeah, but how about my credit card? Like, yeah. do I not have money? No, I have to deliver <laughs> vegetables. Insomnia <laughs> bucks don't matter outside yeah. of the wall, and man. I, yeah, apparently there's no exchange rate whatsoever. I, I do like that. Even your teammates at one point says like you're slightly better than a delivery boy, <laughs> but,
0: but like like thirteen, it um, like thirteen, it, it has some warts, uh, and I still like it, but I. And, and, as opposed to a game that you recommend to someone like rent it give it a shot I can't guarantee someone play 13 your opinion doesn't long.
7: totally matter till you got to chapter 9 I gotta say like, well I know I
0: know it has something I'm, I've read a little bit about I'm trying to stay away from the it
7: the game is two games but uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I like and by the end I liked that second game but also. I just did
0: 20 hours
7: of a thing I really like yeah and, and it's really good at that. but this I, the thing I was shouting was mm-hmm. hey it's Henry again mm-hmm. uh, the thing I was shouting was <laughs> that If you want magic to matter more, than you invest on the ascension board, you start investing AP big time in that because, yeah, I've invested
0: none. You really should
7: because it's when you get when you start meeting enemies that are like, oh, I know this one's weak to fire. Cool, I used my thing to give me if I even put one into crafting a fire Mm -hmm. spell. It is now a thirty
3: power fire. Spell. I have to
0: like, be on. I haven't wrapped my head around all that yet. I, again, I can't.
3: I can't make heads or tails.
0: Twenty hours. Right. I'm chapter five, six at this point, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really needed it yet. I understand. because I, I eventually yeah, you'll I mean, get in a dungeon don't. like this thing's level twenty. And to be the honest, shit you just out me. Buy here.
7: potions. Mm-hmm. Like you'll never see game over. Like, yeah, you just I buy, buy a lot all the potions you need, or well, really elixirs. I deliver we a lot of. At this point,
1: we're mm-hmm. we're really getting into a uh, just an extra entry about my bad, my bad. Um, Brett, did you have one?
3: I played like five games this year. A boy, and, Are they all uh, on the list? <laughs> no, probably none of them are, oh. except for like one. I don't know. Did right. Ask Guardian, make the list. Okay. Yes. Mm. Uh, well, I wasn't on that conversation, but I enjoy it. But it, it, much like FF15, it's uh, it's one of those games where I could tear it a new asshole, just like Eco <laughs> and Shadow of the Colossus, two games <laughs> I finished... Eco twice and Colossus one and a half. VG Empire about recently. And we just did a VG Empire about Eco and Shadow Colossus. Great soundtracks, but like, I'm kind of livid at Last Guardian for like, you guys have literally had 15 years to fix the controls of these games, Mm -hmm. and you didn't fix anything. It's just as clumsy, like, unforgivably clumsy and the input delay of, like, you can hear me click the stick all the way to the right and the character just fucking sits there. <laughs> and it's like, you can't keep doing this, guys. You can't make three games in 20 years and be like, I don't, this is as good as it's gonna get. Game of the year! That's not possible. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I would have made that criticism about Ico and I would definitely would have made it about Shadow of the Colossus because that game's clumsy as shit. Mm-hmm. But they are much more than the sum of their parts. And they give you an experience that no other game provides. And for all the frustration and weird ragdoll physics that your character will just, oh, my all my limbs are everywhere now. And I'm just, <laughs> I can climb on this, but not this. I can move my arm around this, but not this. It's just inconsistent. Look, all- you
0: can't jump on rocks. I don't want to have to tell you this again. There's
3: all kinds of shit that it's like, is this realistic or not? Like, can you climb this shit or not? There's all kinds of just weird gameplay breaking moments where you're like, if you're not going to have a HUD and like a skill tree, I need to know exactly what I can and can't do. And there's just so many moments where I'm like, Really, he can't move his arm around the stud sticking out of the 2x4 to keep climbing just because you don't want to have him there in this part of the game? That doesn't make any sense. Mm. But you forgive all that because walking around with Trico is just comparable to nothing. There's nothing else like this. And the sense of scale and scope when you're, like, climbing these huge vistas and all this stuff, like and you turn around and there's Trico looking at you with his big eyes and his ears and his feathers it's like this is so cool and just like Shadow of the Colossus where like I'm frustrated 60% of the time but those other 40% like <laughs> it's weighted so much more mm. because it's not like it's not like I put up with playing a certain game mm-hmm. for the good parts that probably a dozen other games did the same kind of good thing this year and I just decided this is the game I'm playing Watch Dogs does a bunch of great stuff, but I probably could have played five different open world games that did similar things, not exactly like Watch Dogs, but in the wheelhouse.
1: Yeah, lots of them let you just hack everything in the environment. and Remote control cars. Button prompts that move (laughs) XY coordinates. But uh, (laughs) the
3: point is, like, taking missions... You just described all games! I know. Uh, But, like... That's what being on any development shatters everything. So it's like oh, yeah, it's killing true.
1: it's killing me, man.
3: <laughs> but like but what I mean is like the the, the game loop that you're in in Watch Dogs so is similar to other game loops that you would find in, a, in a, what you do in the loop is different, but like Last Guardian, I can't really compare that to something else like maybe mm. out of this world. Or like <laughs> that's the closest thing, or like the old Prince of Persia games, where it's like trial and error or mm. beautiful, or like
7: a segment of a Zelda game, like a really artsy segment of maybe, a Zelda but game. yeah,
3: but like with just total silence and you're just there with your yeah. thoughts and looking at the environment, it's like this is really cool mine but, but the only other thing i would say is uh
1: like i beat earthbound this year for the first time oh well congratulations which was, which was great and a very thoughtful i, I would have figured you'd done that at the time like a good human being
3: no i weirdly didn't <laughs> i uh, i still was... haven't
1: made it past the intro don't feel bad <laughs> <laughs> uh
7: so mr aparez did we talk about tokyo Mirai's session
1: absolutely not yeah. all right well I saw it at target this it's week. kind <laughs> of
7: a, it's kind of a tie for me with those two things uh I love Tokyo Mirage Sessions so much. I was super bummed that I didn't get uh, that America did not get a Persona Five this year. Hmm. We got to wait till April fourth until it gets delayed again. It gives perhaps. me another
0: year to finish four.
7: Yeah,
3: you losers, man. Yeah. So I. So, but this was a Persona. How many books I'll finish in the time that game <laughs> takes to acknowledge me? Tokyo
7: Mirage <laughs> Sessions is uh, is a Persona game, except a little cheerier, but. Happy Japanese teens having fun and singing songs and, mm-hmm. and going through dungeons together and a
3: completely relatable. We call it an <laughs> uncle's delight. Going and through S <laughs>
7: M clubs together. And their personas and their personas are fire emblem characters. Ah. And and oh the turn based action is awesome where somebody will occasionally do like the equivalent of a limit break, except it's a music video. <laughs> uh, but also So it's
1: really long and you can't skip it?
7: And also how? Yeah, what's well, like why would you? Seconds? That's what you paid eighty bucks for. <laughs> yeah, King or giant a point, three and a half minute song.
4: <laughs> it's like it, Okay,
7: be. it's one verse. It's like thirty. It's thirty seconds. Uh, but that's then, that's but fine. then also the uh, it, it pulls in gameplay from mm-hmm. Fire Emblem pretty smartly too in the combat where you know how uh, a character is standing next to you on the field of Fire Emblem, you do a co-op attack and you do much more damage. If you do a move that then flows into another person's move, like it'll tell you, well if you use a sword on this guy, then you can use the lance on the next guy, and they'll flow together. It's about planning it like that. It's really neat. And uh I mean it is full of super anime stuff. If you're not into anime stuff, then you're not and maybe you won't like it, but I really love it. Especially Why well, I love Japan, period. As somebody <laughs> who loves Shibuya and has been to Shibuya in Tokyo, like the Near perfect recreation of the Hachiko Gate in Shibuya is awesome, uh, and so second, my other favorite, they put eighty-five hours into Dragon Quest Seven. All right, moving on. I yeah. would. <laughs> now look, I would. A game of not, ten years ago. I would not suggest anyone ever play it. To mm-hmm. be honest, like <laughs> it is for Dragon Quest completists, mm-hmm. and but if you wish, you were playing a game that was like on the Super NES a long time ago. Wasn't it on PlayStation originally? It was a Super NES
3: game on a PlayStation. Was it? I I had a sealed copy of it for yeah. like 15 years and sold it for like 200 bucks on eBay nice. right the week before they announced this game That'd and work. I was like and sweet sweet music to my ears I think
1: I unwrapped mine and never played it so I'm officially an idiot
3: we
0: gotta well, give you like a smooth Jimmy Apollo segment where you tell people nice. what what the lock of the week to sell on eBay oh, I'm is yeah. You yeah. You feel like re- Zim, right before that new set came out an HD re-release I'm saying it sell Dishonored <laughs> lock of the week <laughs> Dragon Warrior. up to nine dollars
7: Dragon Warrior 7 uh-huh. is 100 hours long with a really bad localization and some really right, unbalanced yeah. fights. You really uh, saw me on this. And man. it's ugly Drag- as shit. Dragon <laughs> Quest War- 7, 7. Ah. is not ugly, has a very good localization, and takes out about 15 hours of garbage that, uh, <laughs> to, to streamline it. Like, when I told Bob I had never beaten Dragon Warrior 7, I told Bob Mackey, hey, I... I finally beat Dragon Quest 7 86 hours pretty long It's like and Bob's reaction was only eighty-six. It was a hundred and twelve for me with on the PlayStation. Back in my day. Back in the first but, bush. Yeah.
0: But so Bush's first term, Bush Prime.
7: So it's <laughs> Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest Seven is just it is like the war and peace of the series. Right. It is just a sprawling, right. long as hell game that takes you everywhere. And it, but it is a series of great small
1: short stories. What is as eight well? out? Uh, it's on January twentieth. Nice. I'll probably play that. Grim. So for me, uh, Doom is probably my number one that I played a lot this year. Overwatch obviously is right there with it. But I'm an apologist for Fury or Fury, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Furry. Furry, yes. <laughs> uh, for Zootopia, the uh, <laughs> game of the year. Uh, but no, it's a, it's a problematic game. It's not perfect. It has issues, but um, the whole concept I loved it. It's just this weird hybrid mashup of a boss rush, a bullet hell game, and Punch Out. Uh, I think which is sort of Unexplicable Unless you play a little bit But it's a very cool game That has so many Neat things going on For it I love the aesthetic It's I forget mm. his name But the Afro Samurai designer Who I love my Same favorite text. soundtrack of the year. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but no, it's just... Uh, the controls are a little janky and it doesn't quite mesh together like it should, but I really loved what I saw there as like a mm. potential for like... If you could whittle this down just a little bit, this would absolutely be my favorite game of the year because it's very Platinum gamesy. It's very mm. like intense input and control and you have to pay a lot of attention to it and like be very active and mm. it doesn't, you know... One of the things I really enjoyed was that I loved... If you remember God Hand. Mm-hmm. God Hand had this thing where... The better you did, the harder everything got. Mm. So it was this awesome, like, race where you were just like, I'm doing so good, and it got so much harder. And then, like, how good could you get, you know? Like, you mm-hmm. get the point, die, I think was the highest, like, <laughs> level of, like, difficulty where everything was OP hey, and shit. Come, yeah. yeah, like, even the most mm-hmm. basic enemy could, like, one-shot you at that point if you were doing that well. And this game, I feel, has a similar thing where it's like when you, like, attack the guys and you, like, knock them down, like, if you get killed, they get all their health back too, which is just this nice mutual thing where it prevents you from grinding it out blah 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 but it's a really rad game i think it's got some cool ideas and i really hope that they get to make a sequel because i feel like if they can refine that and get it just right it'll be awesome okay. nathan
5: oh gosh um i mean outside of plugging the obvious being <laughs> batman the telltale series uh i'm gonna pivot a little bit and say severed from, mm. bo- from Drinkbox Games. I don't know if you yeah. guys are oh, that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I have a real soft spot for uh, Drinkbox Games, but I feel like that game was a really interesting uh, exploration into kind of like the evolution of what Shadowgate and games like that would be, mm. but within oh, a touch-face, uh, touch-face interface. Yeah, um, It had amazing art direction, a really Gorgeous. interesting, unconventional female protagonist, and just... It was it was definitely a game that like you could tell that they were making because they were passionate about it, and not because... Oh, the Vita is a thriving platform at the moment. Or like, well, it's on iOS you know, now, right? Right. Thankfully, yeah. it's reached platforms <laughs> where done. people actually like own the thing and can yeah. buy it. But um, those guys are quietly some one of my favorite developers, and and they're they're just doing really amazing things. That I feel like a lot of indie developers, they're channeling that kind of like innate creativity that they don't really care about the big system, the, the big industry like process. They're just like, we're gonna make a game because we think it's really awesome. Mm-hmm. really interesting art direction and. If people like it, great. If not, no big deal. And, and just, I never, I haven't seen a game that had such passion behind it without thinking about all that other stuff, like, in a while. I always, like, no matter what they make, I'm all in. So Severed's one of those games that I think that when people come to it later on, they're going to be like, whoa, wow, this is really, really interesting and different. And, and you know, it may not be perfect, but, like, it, it kind of captures that early 90s, like, dungeon crawling adventure game more than anybody else. I mean, nobody's really making a game like that anymore. It's just sort of a genre that's, they're kings of it by nature of nobody else doing it, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all in for whatever they make no matter what, so I, I think Severed is one of those, like, underlooked games of 2016.
1: Alright. Well, what's your Game of the Year? Let us know! Go to LazerTimePodcast.com slash forums, where SMA has already started the Game of the Year thread. Answer there, and answers will be read on the next show that we record. Or you can answer under the comments for episode 195 at com. I will give a quick shout out. Uh-huh. I won't talk about it, but Thumper. Thumper?
3: The yeah, weird the yeah. space horror rhythm game. Really I played it
1: for like a, uh, maybe 20 minutes. Really it's like, cool. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, definitely would recommend that. Yep. Um, so anyway, uh, let's go out with a quick round of plugs for the new year.
0: Paper Jam. That's the one. No, oh. I finished That's it. what Loved you're it. plugging? Awesome. 15 yeah. hours, great. And, Fred, and it podcast com, oh. that's it.
3: Uh, 302010.net for our uh, weekly look back. We're we, it, All year through that show's entire existence, it's been about 86, 96, and 06. In mere days, it will be 87, 97, and mm-hmm. 7 uh, week by week, and then of course VG Empire, the game music podcast, will be putting up a year in review like we've always done in the past five years, except for 2012, which I still want to spring on people randomly, and <laughs> <in>, like April, <laughs> the best of 2012 <laughs> episode. Uh, we just did Eco and Shadow of the Colossus as well before that, and then a whole month, seguing to Henry,
0: of Rocktober, which was all Shin Megami Tensei music. But also the 302010 wrap-up, which if you're listening to this, Patreon exclusive, you get an extra 302010, which by the way, didn't stop, I think hit... 53 episodes, meaning we covered f- more than the amount of weeks in well, a the year. Well, the April Fools episode. That's in, the, uh, 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 in addition, was that counted as a numbered episode? Well, you madman. Yes and no. You madman.
7: H E N E R E Y G on Twitter. Oh, here we is where go. You'll always find here me. Here we go. Uh, you also find my writing on fandom.com where I cover video games. Is it powered oh, by Wait, anything? I thought it was powered uh, by Wikia. Uh, uh, yeah, it yeah. <laughs> and
3: uh, hey, giving up already. I was trying. I, was trying
7: to talk <laughs> it I to appreciate you. that. But uh, <laughs> also, though, I do Talking Simpsons every week with one, mm-hmm. Bob Mackey, a.k.a. at Bob Servo on Twitter. And uh, we just recorded a big old string of them. We're deep into mm-hmm. season four. Season four is almost over. Uh, and we're having such a good time. And you can listen to the entire first season of it, as well as the wrap up episodes. On patreoncom LazerTime five dollars a month will give so you access to all that. It's so great! You want to give us money? And
0: a quick plug for Bob, since he's not here. If you haven't heard it, uh, a Christmas episode of Retronauts where we talk about Christmas comes to Packland, one of the worst Christmas specials slash cartoons of all time. And I the had a sonic great one's time. Worse, come on, Packland is just boring. It's but it's Hanna Barbera boring, and, and, and they use I'd... they substitute the word Smurf for Chomp on everything. I chomping hate this. All those
1: chomping chomps are stealing our jobs.
5: <laughs> and where where can people uh, see your your work? Oh on? gosh, um, I'm well, I'm on the twitters um, at Kenji Salk, which is an awful otaku name that I've had since high school, <laughs> but I haven't had the heart to change it. Um, but you can also, I mean, I work at Telltale, so follow at Telltale Games on all the things. Um, we've got Walking Dead just launched today, which is crazy. Um, and then Sounds we have bad. Guardians yep. of the Galaxy coming next year. Oh, um, oh. oh man. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Dude, so awesome. I have to say, I don't know if you guys have played um, Tales of the Borderlands. It is my favorite. Yes. I love it. You're going to love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. A lot, of, a lot of the same people oh are working God. on it. I never thought how perfectly those two matched. Right? together. Right? Oh, man. Fuck me. Believe me, what I've seen so far, if you like Tales of the Borderlands, which is, again, a game that I feel is criminally underrated. So um so good. It's the reason why I work at Telltale. I have a so- such a passion You're to- even
1: wearing a shirt right now, if yeah, I can point gonna, that out. I got to yeah. show my colors. <laughs> um,
5: I actually got my job, funny aside, I-, I got my job because I cosplayed as Reese at a convention and met my boss. And so it's like, I already love that game anyway, but now it's like the reason why I, I love my life right now. So, um, Excellent. But yeah, definitely Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out next year or sometime. Um, but yeah, just Telltale games everywhere. And then on Twitter, I'm kind of like talking about how much I love Overwatch, for instance.
1: All right. As always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Happy New Year, everybody. Let's hope it's better than the last one. Peace out. Awesome.
0: I think Overwatch is a game for for gay babies. And that's why I gave it my game. Wow.
4: I'm going to cut all of this. (laughs) Jesus. How are you guys so drunk already?